sir, are nothing but a low-down, carpet-bagging scallywag. And as God is my witness, I will never shampoo your hair again. God damn it. Oh, come on. Only one of them I want to say like Blanche Devereaux. That's definitely Blanche. <laughs> well, I mean, you, last, you got me the last couple weeks with trickier ones. So, all right. Thank you, God. That's Woo. season two. I don't remember the episode. <sighs> it's the episode with the actor Patrick Vaughn. Pretty sure that's his name. Who comes in to do like the play in the like, oh the play theater. the play? And he ended up dating all three of them yes, behind their back. I remember, yes. And it all came out on the stage. That was one of my favorite lines because when she said, "I'll never shampoo your hair again," Dorothy, Dorothy said, "And another thing, you'll never what?" <laughs> She's like, yeah, completely like, right. you will never." <laughs> Oh, great show. Your trivia question this week. Oh, I I was getting out of it. Uh, name, name all four of the Golden Girls' husbands. You're trash. It's not hard. Crystal. Stanley. That's one. Um, okay, Blanche's husband was a hoe. He had that baby on her, and he showed up as a grown man later. And yeah, she was like, true. nigga, what? Mm. That what sucked. was his name? Oh, fuck. Starts with a G. George. That's George. Sophia's husband. This I should know, because that's Dorothy's daddy. Oh, it's something Italian as fuck. Mm. Mm. Mm, it is. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Rose is Charlie. That's definitely right. Uh, what letter does Sophia start with? It starts with an S. <laughs> She says it all the time. She does. So, uh, it's not Samuel. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's a pretty Italian it's name. Very, right, I know what it is. <laughs> I keep thinking of Stefano, but that's days of our lives. Hmm. I was going to do multiple choice, but that's too easy. It is. Uh, no, and I don't want you to tell me. I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no, don't tell me. <laughs> Italian male names. Girl, no, it. ma'am. Ah, <laughs> uh, what is It'll it? It'll probably be the first thing that comes up. No, these are Maybe all, not. No, this know. is Sebastian. <laughs> Oh, is that an Italian name? Well, see, this is just boy names. Fucking Google. It'll fail you sometimes. And you know, it could be like an older name that's not popping anymore. You know what I'm saying? Damn it. Like, names go out of generations, like <laughs> Beulah and Margaret. Salvatore! Salvador, yes. Salvadorius. Salvador. Salvatorio. Salvador. Salvador. Yes. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. That was going to piss me off. You fought through it. (laughs) Found your way there. Yes, George, Charlie, Stan, and Salvador. It really wasn't that hard. You're right. Three great men. Well, they all were kind of raggedy in their own ways, but none as much as Stan. Right. Each of them had their raggedy moments. George had that baby on her. Right. Charlie uh, did something like fucked up the money with the investments or whatever and had Rose lying to the the girls because she didn't want them to be mad. Sandy was just all around trash and (laughs) somehow was the only one that one did. And then, what the fuck did Salvador do? Oh, Salvador did some other Salvador shit. Fucked up their investments. Yeah, he was always on some shit. But he messed up some investments, and then Sophia blamed it on that guy that she ended up getting married to afterwards because he kept it a secret. I don't remember his name, but whatever. Clearly, I love the, the friend. Girls. Yeah, the I remember. Friend, yeah, the, the friend of the family, the and she hated and him. And she was mad at him the whole time. She thought he did it. Yes, but it was Salvador the whole time, and he, and he took the blame so that their marriage wouldn't fall apart. The next thing you know, they and was then, in bed together. <laughs> And Dorothy passed that out. man won anyway. 
<laughs> that was actually going to be a part of a... I'll save that as another trivia question. That's another good episode. All right. So welcome back, everyone. I am Mason Ramsey. And I am Tessa Thompson. And this is The Read. Who's Mason Ramsey? Uh, Mason Ramsey is uh, better known as the little yodeling Walmart. Oh, is that who that is? Yep. <laughs> I, have ne- I have not watched that video. I He's basically a human still. male Sandy Cheeks. He loves Hank Williams. <laughs> And was in Walmart singing oh, down. I love him. him. I hope he gets signed. God bless him. I hope that he comes from a, a family of people that believe in equality across races, gender identity. Like you gotta you know say what I'm it saying? now. You have to because right. he's Caucasian and loves country music. That's already like I don't know. <laughs> where a couple they, strikes against him. We we lift up, you know, so many seemingly people. liberal, sensible white All people, the and then the next thing you know, they just fail us. So you're so not going to put thoroughly. a a cow boy hat and boots on a little white boy and I have to I have to pray well I think I saw some tweet about him where somebody was like y'all love that little white boy till he come up with a video saying nigga and I think he tweeted them back and was like I would never do that black lives matter or something like that I, I don't so. remember right? <laughs> like, God, so maybe so. he's not so bad but, but I still I haven't I haven't watched that video of him singing he sang down okay well and maybe I love, I'll look at blues. it maybe I will um so this week in Block Excellent um. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. What Whatever. Yeah, sure. I don't it's know. fine. No, it's fine. Um. So, Black Excellence this week is going to Michael Brown, who is a young black student from Houston, who uh, attended Lamar High School, where he earned a four point six eight GPA. Um. This along with a fifteen forty on SAT, thirty four score on ACT. Uh, has <laughs> Michael Brown applied to 20 colleges and was accepted into all of them <laughs> with full bitch. rides <laughs> along with, uh, I think, another 260000 260, $260,000 scholarship that was outside of school applications Damn. or something like that. That's what I read. Okay. I don't know why I struggled to get through that number, but yes. So not a scholarship through the school and outside. Yeah, like outside scholarships besides the schools. But each school, including Harvard, Yale, Princeton, University of Pennsylvania, Stanford, Northwestern, John Hopkins, John Hopkins, and 11 other top-rated colleges, all offered him full rides. And no one offered me a full ride. No one offered me a glance. (laughs) I barely got offered a spot at the school. Hello? (laughs) Wow, yes. So uh, congratulations to him. We got one of those um, amazing reaction videos that we love so much when students get to see. So sweet. That they were accepted to the school of their choice or to multiple schools and stuff like that. So he has been lifted up from plenty of uh, fellow students, reporters. I read Bill Clinton gave him a, a shout out. You know, so said we, when you get done with school, come holler at me about a job. Hello. Like, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. But isn't that the boy that the Fox News anchors? With? That's my read. Oh, okay. So congratulations to him as well as Black Panther. So out here killing the game, destroying things, um, snacking and resinking the Titanic. Um, <laughs> it's like third it. <laughs> highest grossing film in U.S. history or Insane. something like that. Insane. They lifted a ban on cinema in Saudi Arabia so the girls can go see this movie. What is it, like 35, 35 38 years, years or something like yes, that? yes, of no movies. Like, what kind of shit is that? They were like, wait a minute, Wakanda? <laughs> Hold on, girl, build an AMC. Please. And build it now. Now let's rethink this. <laughs> like, h- how many movies have come out right. in this long-ass time? Really good-ass movies. Like, very good films. Right. But the girls were like, 
We demand <laughs> Wakanda. I love. Oh, I do too. And I read that That's the Black Panther, uh, like the home video and stuff like that, is supposed to be coming out mm-hmm. May 8th. Yeah. Which is less than a month. Right. I cannot. And it's still in theaters. You could still buy tickets. Right. To it. Like, I've, I've been looking forward to this since before the movie came out. I was just like, I'm going to be able to watch this at home one day. Oh, I cannot wait. And it's. <laughs> It seems like so soon, but I'm realizing like the movie came out a while yeah, ago. No, it's just like been killing months, right. ever since. Right. It it's just won't go away. Consistently been a topic it's of discussion. So good. I live. Me too. Me too. So, so, so deserved. So that's it for Black Excellence this week. Uh, we love y'all and we live y'all. Yes. We love y'all for real. <laughs> this week in Hot Tops of Bottoms and Men. First and foremost, you. Um, <laughs> so rumor has it that Sheree Whitfield <clears throat> was chopped <clears throat> from the Real Housewives of Atlanta cast again. Uh, I haven't watched. I watched the reunion of part one. That's all you need to watch. You don't I mean, need to watch the season. I mean, we know this. The reunion covers everything, and then you get the update. So you really do not need to watch But typically, season. I get through a season of Atlanta, because that's one of the ones I'll watch. But this one, I was born. I watched it sporadically. But it was much more interesting, all put together as a one-episode yeah. re- uh, wrap-up kind of situation. That's just right. the, the way to go. I don't need... 20 weeks of this, Sandy. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure what, you know, it seems like a lot of the girls are pissed with one another these days, but. Yeah, they are. They're saying Sheree won't be coming back. I saw Portia tweeted karma with a peach. Um, <laughs> so I guess that shows me where her allegiances lie. Sheree, um, I guess in her response to the rumors, posted a photo on Instagram of herself in the sauna, all wrapped up in her towels with uh, captions as hashtag unbothered. R-H-O-A, with a painted nail emoji that is interestingly not given a race. <laughs> she used the yellow hand? She used the gold hand. She don't know what she's doing. That's what I, I guess. I assume that <laughs> she's she too don't know old to know that. how to change the color right. on the emoji. <laughs> I just took that. Oh, bless it. Um, so unbothered. Huh, joggers. Well. <laughs> uh, later in September, probably, for, for spring, summer. Spring... <laughs> Spring, summer. The way Ath- everybody looks at athletic leisure, athletic. So, so Sheree, what's going on with what's with she by Sheree? Cringe. Worthy. It was so bad, and it was Sis. like, girl. But you know, Andy is not shit because Andy will right, keep it going. Right. So, like, what are the pieces? Like, <laughs> are you? Or is there a particular color scheme oh, you're going for? She even got on Candy's nerves. I'm like, girl, you can't piss Candy off. Can- Candy was like, I felt like Candy was trying to be like, here's what he's asking you. Right. Like, you know, like, <laughs> right. Trying to throw her a bone. No she didn't intended. understand either. Nobody and she just got frustrated. Right. Candy was she like, got mad it's just her. not very clear. You're not clear. <laughs> well, girl. <laughs> Clearly, nobody knew what the fuck you was talking Bitch, about. Bitch, because we don't understand. I asked you, what's up with Sheba Shireen? You said joggers. That is not that how you like answer that question. Right. That sounds like you do not. If you were really putting out 
a line of athleisure. You would say, I've decided to switch lanes and focus on athleisure. Gonna have Just some hoodies, simple. some t-shirts, some joggers, things of that nature, windbreakers, etc. Think like Ivy Park, but maybe like looking to launch Poison next year. Ivy something like that. I mean, nobody believes she by Shirai will ever get off the ground or we be don't sold care. online or in retail. None locations. of us care. No one thinks that. But for you to be like joggers and then get mad and then get frustrated that Andy we don't like, know. What no, you're we're not asking about. what's your favorite form of exercise. We're right. saying, what's going on with your line of clothing? <laughs> Shrey, you gotta have somebody oh, teach you how to lie if you're gonna lie. Right. Like, I don't even know what the problem would have been with saying, like, you know what? I'm not 100% sure what I'm gonna be doing with Cheap by Sheree, but I'm not done and I'll keep you posted. Something that simple. Or, I'm not doing Sheba Sheree, right, Andy. You know good and damn well. Right. Like, that would have been fair, yourself. too. Right. But it was, oh, Sheree. Like, and then to call herself the bone collector and talk about how it's like her job to carry around everybody's secrets and, oh, sis. You like, are, you're completely okay with not having a storyline. Right. Like, you, so why are you, anybody can do that. All these bitches can carry around secrets and lie and be shady and spill random tea to each other. We don't need somebody who has nothing else to talk about other than that nigga you be cuddled up with on the phone. And I heard he's staying in prison another four years. I heard that as well. <laughs> so, so now you really... Eddie said, listen, I'm not filming no more. You have <laughs> a call from an inmate. Hello? We're not <laughs> at interested. Correctional. So I'm not doing that no more, Sheree. None. You need to get a life or get off my show. Okay. I also died when they were talking about... Uh, Kenya's wedding or whatever and I don't know how the question came up of like who's gonna get married next and Sheree really was like oh like entertaining me and of course Kenya said oh you're gonna get married in the prison (laughs) cause it makes that's a real question girl and Portia was like let's just say it's gonna be me let's just (laughs) like damn is Portia even dating no and she said I'm not or no she said she's in a relationship but she's claiming marriage by the end of the year oh okay which is foolish which is just Portia I mean it's Portia don't get started on that but Sheree played herself by bringing up the topic of anybody's man or entertaining that idea at all like why would you do that especially with Kenya because Kenya is apparently really married and so (laughs) this like she has a real man that she can see whenever she wants to and he don't have to ask to call her first and so why would you play yourself I just don't and right, she ain't got to accept charges. Right. She don't have to accept the charges. <laughs> she ain't got to drive and see, go through security to see him. Drive she gets to see him every day. He comes right home. <laughs> they go out together. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tyrone is like, so the prison got Takis now? Uh, I, I hate you. <laughs> if you could just spare a couple bucks. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I can't say Sheree will be missed. Not by me. She has... Uh, Sheree has, like, this indescribable amount of pride. It's It's silly. Right. You holding on to appearances and wanting to seem so bougie and fancy. Like, you are just so elite. And it's like, for what? Right. Like, the whole thing with Chateau Sheree. Like, the house eventually got done. Why, though? But all of this drama of, like... Right. Anyway. And then when Portia was like, don't mess up this furniture because it's going back. Because the price tag was on the bottom of it. Like, I bet Sheree do buy furniture just to have it ready to tape and then call them companies two days later like, you can come get this. You know who is high-key worse? Or maybe low-key? Who? Do you watch Potomac? 
Yes. And the new season of Potomac Karen? is pretty good. Oh, it's Karen's a fucking mess. <laughs> trying to act like she ain't know her husband owed the IRS all the millions of Smart. dollars. Why did you call a press conference <laughs> right. for all of these people to disclose your business that you were not going to disclose? No, ma'am. No. You didn't even have lies prepared. Right. I just Potomac is is low key. It's pretty good this this season. This season is starting off strong. In a than camo <laughs> bodysuit. And moved far away. From everybody else. I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know about Karen, one of them. You know what? I was going to say she old, but she, she and Sheree probably not that far apart in man, age. I doubt so. it. Yeah, that is just, Potomac's a, a mess in a different way. It is a whole mess. I Sheree, at least that woman is, gen, Karen is genuinely rich or has been genuinely yeah. rich. Sheree has always just been fronting and trying to seem like she has so much more than what she really does. For and no it's like, reason. girl, why do you have that big ass house and your youngest child just went off to college? Like, you did all of this for what? Why don't you sell that and go live somewhere Appearances. reasonable and have a regular ass life? Get you a job. It's call centers hiring all the time. And be like, just, ugh. I'll never understand why y'all put yourselves through hell to impress randoms. Don't nobody care. People that are going to shit on you anyway. Even if you built Chateau Charest in a week and it was, you know, it had diamonds in every window. Somebody would have still been mad. Them bitches that don't like you would have still been mad. Them bitches that don't like you would have still been talking People who don't like you are going to find a reason to not like you. So you might as well just live for your damn self. Next up, um... So I really wasn't inter- entertaining the rumors before. But now I am certain that Janelle Monet is Stanley Steaming. I'm so glad you are finally... The fuck out of Tessa Thompson. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad Tough you are finally dirt. listening. Tough on carpet. <laughs> Wait. I buy it now. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I thought it was just a cute little... I've been little, trying to tell you. You know... No, visual the thing. The make me feel video should have been all Concept, the proof you needed. Concept story. Janelle said, let me remove all layers of doubt as to what's going on over here. Here's my new uh, bop about puss. <laughs> it is about pussy. I am We're wearing... We're all dressed up like pussies. Pussy pants. Yeah, I'm doing it. In the video. <laughs> you see them. And using Tessa Thompson's head as the clitoris. Yes, Tessa Thompson's head is my clitoris. <laughs> There are shots of them, like, in one of them, it looks like she is about, Tessa is about to kiss Janelle. Like, they are that close, and she has her it's, head turns. To, it's so it obvious. It is very much, it is, this is a thing. Right. And, and there are, I love it. There are just, it is, the video is everything. There's so much going on there. A and lot. I am so excited for Dirty Computer. I can. I think she said it's coming out on the 28th. Bitch, I cannot wait. Janelle Monae albums always get me excited, right. but these songs, the visuals for the songs yes. have just been so good. Above and beyond. So good. <laughs> Somebody I said this. it looked like a queer Solange video. <laughs> yes, the fuck I see it that. does. I can Everything's see that. pink and it's just a bunch of different black Lots women of, of different colors. Yeah, and and I just there's a lot going on in that video. A lot. There is a lot going on. And I am here for all of it. I, lo- so and I also love that Janelle went from like mind your business, I'm an android to okay, here's a little something. Right. Like I love when exactly. artists like will address 
you know, parts of themselves or or things that people discuss in their own way on their own time, right. especially in their art, rather than just being like, here's all my business and I'm going to explain it to you because I owe you. Mm-hmm. No, like, right. nah. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do when I feel like doing it. Yes. And it's clearly working. And she is <laughs> feeling a great deal of some kind of way towards Tessa Thompson. I can't wait to see them all red carpets together. <laughs> and them genitals. They are very much into each other. I just can't wait to see them side by side oh, on the carpet. I love it so sitting, much. like oh. in award shows. To buy. Ugh, it's I'm, so good. I'm here for I'm this. I'm so happy. I'm so happy, man. I love it. I did not think I needed to see it as much as I clearly did so it just is everything Janelle can do like almost no wrong as far as I'm concerned I want to be in your next lesbian sleepover video girl. I see it please call me I feel like you I feel like this is going to be a thing that happens first of all I would fit in I see myself yeah. in Janelle Monet's work all the time so it's just like seriously. honestly if I were you I would go through your email and see if you missed it <laughs> Because <laughs> like, like, clearly I missed the call to be in this video because mm-hmm. I do not understand. I see it. It needs to happen. Yeah, it will one day. Well, it I cannot be. wait to hear this album as well. Yeah, I, I think it's coming out the same day as Infi- is Infinity War on the twenty eighth. I think it's the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. I had to hurry up and get my tickets to that because it was almost sold out at the um, oh yeah I'm surprised the theater. One. It was like. Right. It was like, uh, bitch, no tickets left after like 4 p.m. I'm interested to see what you're going to think of that. They told me M'Baku is in it. He definitely is. So I'll be watching. Sure, he's in there. Sure. Okay, good. Also. Okoye is in there. Oh, okay. Yay, my girls. Um, Yeah. T'Challa, obviously. T'Challa, obviously, is in there as well. So yeah, you're going to get some Black Panther, but it's not. I probably won't get most of it then. But, I mean, oh well. The be- the fun part about going to the movies is having drinks and eating like chicken fingers. And- That's it. <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna have a good time regardless, yeah. right? Cheers. Okay. Um. All right. So <laughs> we discussed Killer Mike last week. Um. And I'm bringing him back up. God, that was so funny. <laughs> that was so. Funny. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> well, shit, that was funny. So first of all, okay, where was Joy Ann Reed? Uh, she was getting ready for a photo shoot. Okay. So she posted a f- uh, photo on her Instagram looking delicious. Mm-hmm. And the caption says, it's not to be outdone at Glam Lux and Cynthia who rocked the H&M for our Elgin, Elgin? It's probably Elgin, I'm sorry. Baylor shoot. Uh, hashtag AMJoy, hashtag Glam Squad. So clearly, like, like if you like it's hashtag glam squad, you literally you saw you zeroed in on rock the H and M and assumed she was wearing H and M. But context, right? But had you just read the rest of the words before and after that, you would have figured out what she was talking about. Like you just wanted to get the heat off of you, right? Because of this whole NRA thing, right. which was just a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Period. And so, the other two women are in the picture. Right next. There's like, like no ambiguity I'm, here unless you want it to be. What? <laughs> so Killer Mike left a comment on Instagram and it says, so me doing an interview about black gun ownership with the NRA is bad in quotation marks. It is bad, which, nigga. Right. It, it <laughs> is. Damn. But whatever. <laughs> But you promoting a company that tagged a black child a monkey is good, cool, acceptable. Also in quotations. Okay, uh, check SMH niggas. 
He's obviously referencing H&M, the clothing mm-hmm. store, and that whole <laughs> bullshit that they did with that, with that young that black model, that little right. boy who had the coolest monkey the in the monkey jungle hoodie, right. hoodie on. <sighs> Joanne uh, responded to his comment and said, H&M stands for hair and makeup, Mike. The two women beside me in this pic did my hair, H, and makeup, M. The fact that she put them in the parentheses like, took me down. Like, just, like, follow God me here. God damn, that is the best. The blouse I'm wearing is by Norris, oh, I don't know how to say this, Norisol Ferrari, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. And I doubt you can buy it at the retail chain you're thinking of. I got it from the designer via a stylist. And here I was thinking you were an intellectual. Me too, sis. And not just the guy who hangs out in the sunken place, talking guns with the NRA's official black guy who literally changed his last name to black. (laughs) Also, who starts a feud in Instagram comments? Is your Twitter account locked? (sighs) You know. (laughs) I mean, he, like, gave, like, a fake. I'm not even going to say fake. But he came back afterwards and said, so egg on my face. And I'm happy that the convo on black gun ownership will happen. Thank you for getting me together. He also put getting me together in quotes and tag Joanne on H&M and making sure this important combo can be had blah 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 like but he, she did get you together that's not like right again like you're not using these why are you using these quotes this way she really did get you together that's what happened and you deserved it for first of all coming at her completely out of nowhere being as wrong as you were and loud and all you had to do was re you were in such a rush to drag her you didn't bother to make sure you were right that's where you fucked up that's where you fucked up and then to disrespect her by being like "Mm, niggas like don't don't do Joy Ann Reed like that. Now, she does not play in internet nigga games the, the way the rest of y'all do. She does not. That woman is a political analyst, and she's a, she does a damn good job at it. So let's not play like she's one of these internet personalities who just be going around saying shit to ruffle people's feathers. So I was just like, you you were deliberately as disrespectful as you could be, like, without calling her a bitch, and then was wrong as fuck on top of it. Like, Super wrong. I know he called in the Breakfast Club to, to claim his donkey of the day. Even Charlemagne was That's like, you, you I mean, bro, like. That was, God that damn. was dumb. That was really that was stupid, dumb. nigga. And hot <laughs> off of the fucking ass of the last dumb thing you did. Right. It's hashtag glam squad. It's right there in the caption. Everybody, like, I saw men on Twitter being like, oh, she did those uh, initials because, you know, I don't know what acronyms are. But right. like, she did that just to piss you off and no. just to try to mislead. No. People do that all the time. And even if you don't, I, a lot of people are like, well, anybody who works in the industry knows what that is. But even if you don't work in the industry, context clues Hello. will tell you that if she's hashtagging it glam squad and talking about who did her makeup and who did her hair then H&M probably stands for those things. Like, why would it stand for, in in the context of the sentence, H&M being the company does not make sense. So why? (sighs) Niggas do not read. They really don't. They do not read. They do not read. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Killer Mike is just... uh, What a disappointment. Right, right. That is just really disappointing that he is that way, but... I just don't really have high expectations for most people these days, much less male celebrities. So <laughs> just, just got to let let go and Sounds let go. Sounds like God. using your sense. <sighs> you got gathered, sir. 
Um, so Cardi B's album is out. It's already gold. Uh, it's been... It seemed to be received mostly really well. I haven't really heard anybody say anything bad about it. Yeah, I think everybody is ready for summertime and hoe anthems and, yeah. you know, cutting up, especially because this winter will not die. So everybody is just very ready for the season that Cardi B's music is going to yes. bring rooftops and margaritas and yes. being on the beach and just having a good old hoe-ass time. So, right. yeah, I, I see that and I feel that way about most of the album. I don't like the slower songs. Right. I don't care about the ones where she's talking about niggas doing her wrong or whatever because that just means nothing to me. But the rest of them, like, I bop to and I find them enjoyable. I really enjoy... It's 13 songs. I really enjoy three of them. Three of them I will listen to on purpose because I really want to hear them. I heavily dislike two. Mm-hmm. That is... Okay, the three I like is Get Up 10, Bick and Head, and I do. The two I really like are Bick and Head and Moneybag. Moneybag is cute. Moneybag is pretty good. But those other three are my favorite. Okay. I hate Through Your Phone. Hate Through Your Phone. I just I hate still it. do not like Be Careful. And I that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> those are the two that do I do not like those at all. And that one with Kalani can go to. And you know what? Oddly enough, I don't mind it. Like though besides the ones I just named, all the other songs on there. I like if they were on, I wouldn't care. But I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to them. Yeah, either. I'm not automatically gonna turn that song off, but I don't. It can go. <laughs> that's just that's just how. Like I, feel I about was, it. I was surprised I didn't like it. And I like Get Up Ten. I felt like Get yeah. Up Ten was was motivational in in a way that I be needing to hear sometimes. Like, yes, bitch, I've been knocked down. Why not have a dreams and nightmares for ladies? You know, here's <laughs> yes! the thing. Yes, come on, Meek. And that was the one song I had been waiting for forever because I remember she was in the studio recording that song and put maybe she got. Instagram Live or something and played some of it and I was like this bitch is about to make a female uh, Dreams and Nightmares and I have been waiting for that since then and it's the first song so the thing about Cardi B and this album is that I feel like it's it it is very clearly a great investment she her people Mm -hmm. know what the fuck they are doing the fact that like yes. Dreams and Nightmares is an old ass song. Well, it's not that old, but it's like it's been around and out for years now. I have never been in a club or party atmosphere where they play that song and motherfuckers don't act like it just came out. Right. Ever. Right. So sure. somebody recognized that and said, Here, Make you're gonna those. have one of yes. those. Okay. This song with with Bad Bunny and J Balvin, that that sample. Oh yeah. Duh. The so Project good. Pat sample. Nigga. Duh. It's, it's so good. <laughs> like the people making the choices behind here, the, I think the strongest thing about her album is that it knows it's slain and it's not trying to do too much. Like this is besides having her sing on two of them. Yeah. But because <laughs> When you know we're not all able to do all things, it's but okay. yeah, it is. It's just fine. But definitely, like a great first album. I'm still con- continuously being impressed. Yeah, overall, I do not dislike it strongly. Other than those two that threw my phone, and be careful, I really cannot stand. Do not care. But uh, most of it is very listenable and mm-hmm. and hoish, and, yes. and puts me like in a partying type of mood. Yeah. So I'm happy for her. It's just too bad because Nice for What came out that same damn day. The very next. That's that <laughs> the same night. It just 
I feel like Drake gave her until sunset and then was like, it's my turn now. Yes, okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and take that number one spot on Apple Music. Thank you so much. But congratulations, though. I mean, big Frida. X Factor. (laughs) My heart. (laughs) It's big Frida. It's bounce. It's right. The Lauryn Hill sample. The video is all these bad bitches. Issa Rae's in that bitch. Tracy Ellis Ross. Yara Shuri. Shahidi. Yara Shahidi. Like, Why do you keep calling her Shuri? That's because she was just, I don't know. I'm sorry. Letitia, Letitia. I'm sorry, girl. But Shuri's in the video as Misty well. Copeland. Some white women I don't know. But it's like. I was, okay. I love the video. I think Olivia Wilde is gorgeous. I'm going to have to Google who she, she was is. the very first person I think you see. The first white woman who was dancing in the ballroom. Okay, I wasn't paying attention because I thought she was just decoration. And it wasn't until she stayed on camera that I was like, oh, she's famous. Yeah. I oh, always thought that girl. she's very, very pretty. Okay. I was like, she's one of those white girl crushes that that Drake just has. Because I felt like in like the scheme of like all of the women that were in there, Olivia Wilde and Emma Roberts seemed so random. And whoever was driving that go-kart. So Is Emma Roberts Hermione? No, that's Emma Watts. <laughs> Emma Roberts Emma is Roberts. Julia Roberts' niece. Oh! Oh, that oh God damn, she got her Amy's mouth, don't she? <laughs> Oh, wait. The lower half of her face just looked just like that lady. Okay. They just, you know, both lovely women, and I don't have an issue with either one of them, but I just, I felt like those were so random to me. Um... But my that video yeah, smacked the video me. Video so good. The song smacked me. I I have played that song probably three hundred times. And I went through. The funny thing is, I was on Twitter, and I've been like paying attention to Twitter again. Look lately. at you trying to be social. And I said, you know what? I don't remember what tweet or something I saw about some rapper child of today that I don't know, never had heard of. And I said, I'm gonna go and like binge all of these new rapping children that are coming out of nowhere. It's just I want to I don't feel like being an auntie this early. I'm only 30. <laughs> I feel like I need to I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't mind it all. I don't either. It was a mistake. I went to like <laughs> you regretting it <laughs> vulture has like a, all, an article that says like something everything you need to know about today's soundcloud rappers something like that and it's literally like a huge list okay. of all of these rappers Great. little dime tap 2018 soundcloud rappers guide wow young excedrin and all of the children oh all these white boys with tattoos on their faces most of them look like chucky to me a lot of them are like very hideous very very hideous and the music sounds the same. Yeah. There's no real talent. And a lot of the beats aren't even that great in comparison to many of the other trap beats that are out today. They're just yeah. like good enough, if you know what I'm They're saying. They're all little somebody. Or YBN. I asked Twitter if that was a house. They said kind of. It, wait, it, it really is? <laughs> I mean, I guess like ASAP. Oh, right. But I've never. What does YBN stand for? No clue. Young bougie niggas? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Lil Wop? I know that there's one name. Lil Skies? Somebody's name is Lil Skies. Mm-hmm. Lil Pump? Lil Zan? Lil Zan. Who else did I hear? Smoke Perp is one. Kashi Six. I've heard it 
Yeah, six nine, six nine. I keep hearing about XX um, something. That's the Tentacion one that hits girls. Yeah, fuck him. Um, well, most of them, honestly. The other thing that about the Vulture thing that was like funny and not so funny is that each of them has like a a part under their name that says like worst scandal or controversy. Oh yeah, it's like almost all of them. They're have all pretty bad. Some fuck shit. Right. So yeah, a lot of them are like you know either very violent. Some of them are like pedophiles. I hear. Oh, well, damn. Or just, yeah, a lot of them are really terrible. God damn. This one, this is just... But nothing I heard, like, stood out to me. Tay-K is currently awaiting trial for capital murder and <laughs> aggravated robbery charges. <laughs> He's 17 years old. That's not funny. That is insane. Damn. So, I didn't really hear anything that, like, sounded good anyway. Oh, YBN Namir. So, it is like a house. Yes. Okay. So, like, not too long after that was uh, Black China's foster child. YBN that was the last Almighty one J? I listened to. No, young bands. No, I, YBN. I think Almighty J is Black China's child. Is it? That's the one she be babysitting. Well, this look like a white. Oh. Is he the one that looks like a little? YBN stands for young boss nigga. Oh, I should have guessed. Of course, it's not bougie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what the hell? This is just kids with guns, right? Oh, oh, that is that little boy trying to be babysitting. Oh, he looks like a child. He looks. <gasps> Why 13. are they all just holding guns? Oh my! Oh, I am an auntie because I, I really sound like one. Same. Like, what are y'all doing with these guns? I stopped in this video right there. <laughs> like, I clicked out right. That was where I stopped. Oh, and God, literally I'm like old. three minutes later, nice for what came out. I, I was uh, like, thanks, Drake. <laughs> Something else, Lord. <laughs> Not only is it a bop with samples that I love so from artists that I love, this is a song of uplifting women and saying basically what we say on this show every week, which is <laughs> niggas are not worth you being kind to their motherfucking no. monkey asses. Fuck no that. way. <laughs> Pipe up on these niggas. I have I never, ever identified with a Drake song the way I have this one. I never. Not even girls love Beyonce. And... Both of my, both of these videos, this video and the God's Plan video, are like my two favorite Drake videos so far. And they're both directed by the same woman. Right. And I think she's only like 22 or 23 years old. So. She needs to be his visual 40. Right. She needs to just go ahead and do all of it. Because, all of his stuff. But, ugh, this, it's just so, the lyrics spoke to me deep in my heart. It was like, Drake is literally like looking at my life, talking about, I know you like to, you ain't let loose in a long time, girl. I know you like to stay at home and not do shit. I'm like, God damn it, Drake. Do yeah. you see me right now, nigga? It's just so good. So. I love it. I felt for Cardi. Uh, I really, I felt genuinely sorry for her when Carly Hustle tweeted Carly <laughs> Cardi is at like 2, 3, 4, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 and 13 on Apple Music but not one because of that goddamn Drake and Drake is you know an Apple Music guy I mean, he is, and he's also a much bigger artist, much yeah. more established. So yeah. if he drops a single out of nowhere, it is going to go to number one because he's Drake. But, I mean, I do feel— I also believe he wrote it. I feel for I feel for Cardi because, you know, maybe she gave a fuck about that moment and maybe she didn't. But, but I mean, I've been going back and forth listening to both. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been going back and forth listening to Big and Head, Moneybags, and Nice For What. I, I I listen to the rest of Cardi's album, you know, sporadically, but those are the standouts. But Nice For What, I have literally played, like, no fewer than 150 times. I've, I'm probably I'm right up so there obsessed. You, to be honest with I you. feel like when I hear it in the club, I'm going to know all the words, and I I'm going to go off. It's going to be like my, Rake It Up. <laughs> 
You remember how I felt about Rake It that Up? That was funny. That's my fucking song. I honestly listened to this song at least three or four times before I even realized there was a video. And then I watched the video like at least ten times. Right. And I would just go back and forth. Like... Just to see Issa yes, at Drake. that table full of white men. Yelling at them. I do this. And then that... Pay- oh, so oh, good. It's so oh, good. Yara with her Harvard hoodie on. Uh, Tracy out there in that glittery fucking bodysuit, that jumpsuit and her hair. And she's yes. doing her cute dance and looking like her she's mama. right. Uh, and you know how Drake feels about Tracy Ellis. <laughs> you know how he feels. They probably tell, had to tell him that look. <laughs> This Calm lady down. is a professional. She is probably old enough to be his mom. I don't know. But I just like so. you, but maybe not. T- probably, well, how old is Drake? I'm thinking Drake, Drake is, is like way younger than what younger he is. Me. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, like you act like you have some fucking sense when this lady gets on set. Don't be drooling around after her. Right. You know how he feels. You know, he it's had so good. Her trailer had like. 30 dozen like white roses. You know it did. Oh, you know he did the most. Yeah. Oh, they probably got good. Oh, them lint truffles. They probably got lint truffles. <laughs> I'm obsessed with those. Oh, they probably got lint truffles. They so good. They probably did. They probably did. Oh, Cardi also officially uh, revealed her pregnancy on SNL, which was a good episode. It was. The, um, the Black Jeopardy was great. All white people are caring now. <laughs> Across genders. All of you are caring. <laughs> like, everyone's caring. Because y'all don't say it's your fault. Um, yeah, so she showed off her little belly bump. Very adorable. Finally, yes, she looks cute. And she went on Hot 97 and addressed people saying that she got pregnant too soon by saying, why can't I have both? Why do I have to choose a family or a career? Uh, rah, rah, rah. I'm not 16, 17, 20 years old. I'm 25 years old, which I didn't realize she was only 25. And I'm going to say this in the most humblest way. Right. Right. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> I'm established. I'm getting married. Everyone want to joke around, oh, you're the fourth baby mama, this and that, but I'm getting married. And even if, God forbid, we don't, my man is a great father to his kids, so I'll never lose. I'm not having a baby by a deadbeat. Fair enough. It is fair enough. Now, I don't know that Offset is a good father i feel like we might have different definitions of good father but i am certainly happy for cardi and if she is happy to be pregnant then i'm happy she is pregnant and i wish her nothing but the best and she's right if she wants to do both she absolutely can like you people are probably concerned about you because it's going to be hard to have a baby and a career but it's hard for everybody who has a baby and a career so I'm more like I'm thinking more about how difficult it's going to be to do everything that she needs to do right now with this new album while being pregnant right not so much it just seems like you're super busy right now right and have a lot to do your first album is out ultra pregnant You've got, like, promo to do, probably a million photo shoots, videos, niggas calling about remixes, all of this and all of that. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's enough stress on top of your first baby and all of this. So, like, I'm more like, girl, I just hope everything is all good over there. Yeah, I hope that— don't drive you crazy. Because I feel like, you know, Cardi— we we say a lot, you know, oh, she's rich, she'll be fine, which is, you know, pretty much true. When you have money, most of your problems can be taken care of pretty easily. But right. I hope she is taking care of herself in a real way. Like, yeah. I hope she has a therapist or is looking for somebody that she can talk to about 
you know, this, this very sudden rise to fame and all this attention and all this money right. and everybody talking about you and being pregnant and all these things that you may have dealt with in your life. Like, I hope she has a qualified mental health professional in her life and that she feels supported by the people around her. I hope her right. man stops being a dumbass and quits, like, doing shit that would stress anybody out. I <laughs> hope that for her. Didn't he just have a baby, like, two months ago? Yeah, I heard he had a baby not too long ago. So, See, less of that in Cardi's life and more like love and support and helping her to achieve her dreams and be happy. No shade. And you're 1000% right. But that seems like the type of thing, the type of nigga that Cardi B was set up for anyway. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, she did say if he ain't ain't been in jail, I don't want him. (laughs) I like niggas have been in and out of jail. Like, she did say. So maybe she just That like, seems stress. like something that she's prepared for in terms of niggas being niggas right. or whatever. Yes, I would hope that, especially if they're going to get married, that he acts like he's got some goddamn sense. Right. And at least you got your own bag, so you don't have to worry about that That's, motherfucker. That, right, and that is a huge relief. Huge. You don't have to depend on no man for nothing. That is so big. That your is so major. Your baby will be taken care of. Regardless. Regardless. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. I hope that she does have like a qualified therapist in her life that can talk her through that type of mental foolishness that's going to be going through. And I hope she also has peers that are honest yeah. and good hearted in her life who could be like, this is how this bullshit goes. Yeah. And this is what you're probably going to do and what you shouldn't do and et cetera, et cetera. So <sighs> Go there's party. Also, um, surprise, surprise, Nicki Minaj, by the time you're listening to this, might already be back. <laughs> Today's the day. That girl. I knew it. That single cover, whatever it is, it's bad. Which one? The Chun Li. I love it. The Asians got to be coming for her soon. They can't let this rock it. for too much longer. <laughs> I love it. No, I do not. It's I do right. not. And whatever that get up was she had on. I love it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Uh, but we'll see okay. what the music sounds like. We will see what the music sounds so like. So she's got two new songs coming out. One is called Chun Li, where she's got this. These, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. I just feel like it's wrong for you to be <laughs> for you to for you to dress yourself in this way and put Chun Li on it. I really do. I feel like the Asians have a valid point if they're mad at you for that. Asian, how? Let us know how you're feeling. I'm curious because I really didn't. They're probably even... like Nikki. What? <laughs> Nikki did what? Like, they probably didn't even know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, at least you did the puns like the Street Fighter character. Right. But, but like, you could have. But you're not. You could just have not. And that, right, because you're not Asian. But, you know, I don't know how. I'm not going to try to speak for Asians. I don't know how I so, feel about that. Yeah. I just loved it because I'm gay and look at this thing <laughs> over her puss. And this coat is lit and the jewelry and the earrings oh, and her, God. like. Yeah. And this is, like, one of the better wigs. Okay, well... <laughs> did you see the wig she was wearing at the game? Yes, I did see that. <laughs> that whole outfit, I was just like, what are you doing? It looked like you, like, this... Why would you wear this to a basketball why, game? What do you like, have on? Right, it was just so, so un- much. It, ugh, no, I did but not like But this is like it. her first little step out, step out, like, yeah, moment. So she was like, I'm gonna fuck the girls up. I liked the outfit. I was just confused as to why she would wear that to a basketball game. It seems like it would be uncomfortable. But. I've liked our, I've liked our Nikki free season, honestly. I've liked, not even just speaking musically, but just her not being on Instagram constantly or not, at least me not hearing about her being on Instagram all the time and not always talking about somebody else. It's been nice for Nikki to be wherever she's been at, so. Absence makes the heart grow fun. It does, it does. And like I said, I'm still 
of course, it's Nikki. I'm still going to listen to whatever it is she puts out. But I don't think I have high hopes based off this cover. Chun Li, I just don't. I expect. I expect to... a bunch of racist references. <laughs> Something about her hair. I was thinking that she was probably just going to reference like kicking bitches or something the way that Chun Li kicks bitches mm-hmm. in the game. That's the first thing that came to me to my mind. But I, I really, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. We'll see. I have no idea. But the one that I'm more concerned about how it's going to sound is this Barbie Tings. Tings makes me wonder what I'm going to have. Like, I don't know. All of these girls behind her on the cover look like Teddy Perkins from Atlanta. I don't like it. Um, Oh, yeah, I don't like that cover either. (laughs) I forgot about that one until you just described it. uh, Oh, so neither of those songs is out. She's just releasing the artwork. Yeah, she released the artwork... I guess it would be Tuesday or month. She released it this week after teasing people on Instagram and um, on social media. I didn't mm. even catch any of that. Okay. But the song officially comes out Thursday, which would be now. I think at like I don't know. Someday she's doing Zane Low and whatever. Of else. course. So yeah, I hope All that right. they sound great. I'm really excited to hear them and things like that. Yeah, I hope it. <laughs> I hope it doesn't turn into you know the Asian community against <laughs> Nikki. I didn't even think about that to be honest with you. But fair. Wow. <laughs> I really was the did. first thing I thought. I was like, oh, sis, what are you doing? The first thing I thought of is, like, she's got the buns like Chun-Li, and she's probably going to make a bunch of kicking references. Was, I didn't even You know, and that. that is probably as far as it will go, so. I hope so. All right. <laughs> you don't want to come back and have to deal with that immediately. <laughs> but yay, music. All right. Uh... Do you want it to? I don't know who Sabrina Claudio is, to be honest with you. I, I, I've seen a lot of people talk about how great her music was, but I never checked it out. And then they were like, oh, she's been racist against black women for a long time. And then I was like, okay, I'm never going to find out who she is. Yeah, I literally and heard about that. her the same time that this thing right. happened. I had to ask so, who she was. I'm not going to. I don't know anything about Sabrina Claudio. But she's a white Latina her. girl from Miami who, surprisingly <laughs> enough, had a whole bunch of bullshit to say about black women and Afro-Latino women. Where have we heard this story before? Mm. Where have we heard this story So I don't need to hear anything from you. Fuck you and you can choke on your apology. There. I'm glad I never heard of you in the first place. Because what I kept hearing was that black people, especially black women, were like her like biggest fan base. And loved her and her R&B, you know, sound and all that other stuff. I never even got to come over and hear what you sounded like, girl. I never even got the chance to give you a chance, girl, because you you ended it before it could start. (laughs) It just is what... Sean, they want to be us and they hate us at the same damn time. Not shocked. Since this is our music. Realize that. Always. Our shit. What are you doing? Always using your (laughs) white skin and Uh, whiteness. No, girl. To get whatever privilege you can and go out of your I way won't be bothered. to shit on black. I'm talking about like my experience specifically growing up in Miami and seeing this type of shit from men and women. Well, in the Latinx community. Come on, Latinx. So <laughs> I'm not shocked. Once I read like, oh, Miami Latina, Miami Latina singer, younger, like, was like, okay, Veronica Vega and the rest right, of the bitches. Like, right. This is not Veronica Vega and Amara La Negra all over again. And as soon as you call them racist, they'll be like, oh, I'm not white. Uh, like, mm, first of all, are you sure? And secondly, <laughs> anti-blackness is global. 
you know good and damn well whether or not you grew up in a household that did not rock with black people or did not respect them the way they do everybody else. You know that. You could lie to yourself all you want to, but your actions say otherwise. So, you could, whoever Sabrina Claudio is, she can keep it because I'm never going to give a fuck. Not interested. <laughs> oh, well, girl. Bye. You can piss right off. Um, last but not least, um, I would like to make a request to lift the Kardashian ban. No, the fuck. Just for today. Mm. You know what? Access granted. Thanks. We can do it today. Because <laughs> this, if this story is true, it's funny as fuck. So, Tristan Thompson is, was, might no longer be engaged? Were they engaged? At least expecting a baby. Right. With Khloe Kardashian, who has been parading him around all over the place ever since she took him from, I don't want to say took him. That's not, <laughs> ever since she scooped him up <laughs> from. Ever since he left his pregnant baby mama f- to be with her. Correct. Yes. More on that later. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been. I feel like less than a year. It couldn't have been, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. I don't pay attention. I could really don't know. not possibly <laughs> I don't, tell I could you. not tell you. Don't know. Um, but yeah, yesterday there was some um, spiciness happening on the gram and the other apps. Uh, after photos and some video had come out, like of maybe this week or last week, Tristan in some club somewhere, allegedly kissing another girl. Lord. That photo, if I'm thinking of the right one, it was kind of hard to see if he was really kissing her or not. But I just assumed, nigga, probably. He is, right. <laughs> but then the girl said, oh, well, if that left you with a doubt, here are some other things from last year in October when Tristan was in D.C. And it was like a team of hoes, like three bitches <laughs> in VIP. Yes. All sharing. And that was, ugh, that video was so gross. I was like, I don't have any, Are like, we really kissing bitches down in the club like this? They were rubbing his, yeah, it was, yes. One of them grabbed his, his head face and, and pushed right it in her titties. And they were high-fiving each other. I was like, damn, where do I get these friends? Hey, like, you know I don't he's have any, loving it. <laughs> I don't have any friends I hoe with, like, as a unit. <laughs> no, I'm not part of a hoe tag team. I'm I not. <laughs> they were like... That would be so uncomfortable for me. Score! <laughs> Anyway, and then there were also photos of him at, like, the Four Seasons, I feel like, this past week with some other girl. And yeah. Chloe's supposed to be giving birth anytime soon or some shit like that. Allegedly. I didn't even know she even lives in Cleveland. So this means that he plays for the Cavaliers? Yeah. Look at you. Come on, context. So he's on the same team as LeBron? Yes, is LeBron yeah, LeBron? yes, he does. He is on the same team as LeBron. Oh, I would and love the playoffs to are finna start. So the timing of this could not be... More catastrophic. I really would love to hear, like, the locker room banter. I'm sure it was the same as when the keeping up with the Kardashian cameras was coming around, like, nigga, all right, nigga, you about to to get fucked right on over. Like, it's just a matter of time fucking around with that family, fucking around with that girl. Like, Khloe Kardashian already has a track history with 
athletes anyway, basketball players. So it's just like, I don't know. you were just the, okay, this is a valid, but you were just the <laughs> next one on the list and some drama and mayhem is certainly coming in your direction. Now, Tristan Thompson's actions are probably more responsible for that than Kardashian pussy because again, yeah. he like, he's the one who did this. He's yeah. the one on camera kissing other people and walking into a hotel room. But like, I saw a tweet that said that footage is from October and TMZ has been holding it ever since. Which, huh. right, I'm like, so if they holding on something, sitting on something that's six or seven months old, if that's even true, there's like, why, why would you wait until now when this girl is like allegedly due to give birth at any moment if she even is really pregnant, which I also don't know that I believe. Maybe they didn't receive their monthly payment. <laughs> Perhaps. Or maybe know, it's guessing. all Chris Jenner's master plan to ruin that nigga's life. Probably. Because how dare you not want to be with my daughter no more or anything. I don't know. Who knows? The sto- it, what, it could be a million different things because you never know with a family that has sold themselves on having fake personalities and storylines and bullshit like that. You never know what's real or not with them because everything about them is like channeled back through that damn show, which is not real. So I just never... Anytime something crazy happens with somebody in that family, I automatically think Chris Jenner is gearing up for next season or Chris Jenner is creating storylines. Like, she's Mona Scott. When something happens mm. with randos who are on Love and Hip Hop, I'll be like, Mona is back in the lab <laughs> cooking something up to make you niggas look stupid. Like, that's how I look at it. So, I don't even know that I believe too much of the story. Here's my theory. Okay. Because the baby mama that Tristan left Hopped on Instagram and on her story okay. posted this. It says, if you respect yourself and you respect others, you would never make light of the misfortune of anyone, nor would you feel indemnified work when it comes at the expense of others. Wishing peace for everyone. Heart emoji. Wow. And I, again, not really paid much attention to it. I'm just figuring out what her name is today. But from what I heard after all this thing, this whole thing was going on, she has not said anything about her, about Chloe, about him, not spoken negatively, had her baby and, you know, living her mother's life. And mm-hmm. that's that. My theory. This is just me guessing. Okay. I feel like <laughs> they bought that nigga. I honestly feel what is like... What you? Like like an auction? Like, get out? Mama got a severance package. I think Chris swooped in and was like, we have been watching the games <laughs> and we'd like to make you an offer for your nigga. Um, the baby will be taken care of, obviously. Oh and, um, you know, how much to never see this nigga you again? You know what? Like, I really... And so... Maybe so. Because, like, my... Come because on. why else would you be that cool over... Your baby daddy not being with you during pregnancy of all times in your life and then going off to have a very public relationship with this white bitch who acting like he don't have a baby. Talking about we excited to start a family and shit like, uh, well, girl, he already has a family. So that is something else entirely. But like, I don't understand why you would be so cool and diplomatic about it unless the Kardashians had wrote you a big ass check. Like, that has to be it. How much do you want? How How much for you to never ever, ever get on Instagram and say something bad about us. (laughs) You know what? That makes sense. And that smooth move in itself 
was like, oh, this nigga, I can do whatever the fuck I want to. This shit ain't real anyway. I mean, mean, we all know he don't like hanging around pregnant women. So I can't believe she didn't see this coming. Right. It's no way that you met him and started dating him when he had a baby on the way. And now you shocked that the exact same thing is happening. He has like a pregnant belly phobia. All of a year later. (laughs) As soon as you start showing, he'd be like, whoa, what is that? I don't like it. There's something in you. I don't like that. What is, oh my God. Alien. (laughs) Alien. Don't like it. Uh. Oh, oh, God, it's moving. Oh, get away. It's retching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a mess. Yeah, I kind of believe what you're saying. <sighs> I do think that, you know, they have destroyed many a nigga who didn't play by the rules. Mm-hmm. And this could be the beginning of that. I feel like they slipped some crack back in Lamar's food or something once it looked like he was doing well. That's they were possible. like, no, mm-mm, fuck that. I don't put anything above anybody. It's just really difficult for me to feel empathy for Khloe Kardashian don't because care. of the circumstances surrounding this situation. Don't care. I just really can. I would be on just about any other pregnant person's side, <laughs> but nope. I just, girl, what what did you expect? Obviously, I hope you have a healthy baby, but I mean, well, yeah, your baby ain't got nothing to do with your dumbass <laughs> decisions, your dumbass. And I'll never forget what you and that other nigga did to Trina. So, uh, right, and you did it to Trina too. So fuck you. For well, life. well, well, Chloe's too old for this. Chloe's thirty three fucking years old, so. She and the girls were like, "Oh, you know, Chloe should have seen this coming. Chloe had to know that he was gonna do this. I mean, look at him and all this stuff, which is like fair." <laughs> but he's six nine. Is he? Yes. My God. This dick probably three four. Shit. Right. <laughs> Chloe's like a fresh six four too. So right. So that's probably why she dates NBA players so she can be taller than her boyfriends. Yeah, they all do. I mean, well. No, Kim Kim liked NFL players. Well, Kim just liked athletes. That nigga that she dated before, homeboy, yeah, no, that Chris was she was Humphreys, married to. But she was also with Reggie Bush. Oh, yeah. Mm, that the was, golden age. She, she should have kept that Reggie Bush, Bush era face. That was a good face. <laughs> that was one of her most, most natural. I thought you were going to say she should have kept Reggie Bush. Oh, no, she couldn't keep Reggie Bush. Because <laughs> Reggie Bush kept her. Reggie Bush kept on cheating. <laughs> Reggie Bush was like, I'm not going to stop cheating. And then he got a wife that looked just like her and started cheating on her too. Did he? Hell yeah, he did. Oh my God. <laughs> Hell yeah, he did. Reggie Bush is never gonna stop cheating, girl. <laughs> I feel like you know what? This no. is probably very naive of me, but I don't think Kanye cheats on her. I, I don't, really don't. I don't think that Kanye cheats on her. Either. I think Kanye falls in line with their family. I think he is obsessed with his wife and with that family. And mm-hmm. he is like an unhealthy fixation, now. probably. <laughs> you know, just trying to compensate because could not have the again, one he really wanted. I have been surprised by niggas. Like I have literally mm-hmm. seen people in relationships, yeah, gay, straight, and otherwise, and be like, mm, "That's he's not the type." Oh, he's so in love. Oh no. He oh, he's so good to her though. Oh, da 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 da. And then face crack. And yeah, they will they will <laughs> so, shock you every time. If I can't put it past them niggas, I damn sure I guess should like yeah, I don't know. I just really don't get I just don't get that feeling. He might be. Of course, anybody's capable, but right. I just don't really get that feeling. But Chloe will be fine, whatever. I mean, of course she'll be she fucking don't fine. Care. Don't nobody care. <laughs> right. Please. I don't care. What did you expect? You literally were in this situation like last year. You were the 
on the other side of it last year. So, but the girls be thinking like, "Oh no, it would never be me." I don't understand that. I re- how how could Especially it never be you? Because I'm the golden age. I'm, I mean, I'm the like I'm the the golden. Goose. You're not. You are. Not I'm over special. here with this empire. No, we've got million dollar lip glosses no. and homes and equestri- equest- equestrian no. lives. <laughs> okay. Yes. And And you're still going to get cheated on. What's up? (laughs) The girls really be thinking, oh, it would never be me because I'm all, I'm the badder bitch. But like. But it actually is you. It's you right now, girl. Sis, what are you even talking about? All right. Well, all right, Chloe, you'll be all right. That's it this week for whatever I call it, hot tops and something else. Something Of bottoms and men. (laughs) We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. It is now time for. Listener letters. (laughs) I was doing that. Like, I'm trying to do like one of those, you know, those that painter man. What's his name? Oh my god, Bob Ross. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very like soothing NPR type of voice. I did terribly, but whatever. No, it's fine. I get it. Um. So let's see here. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail dot com. We may just read them aloud on the show. There is so much going on in this uh, inbox today so let me hmm hmm where do I even here we go let's start right here with uh I'm going to call her Roseanne oh no <laughs> that name has been tainted and I don't dislike this girl I was about to be like damn what the fuck did she do <laughs> I'm just going to call her Michelle. Okay. So Michelle says, love your show. Just saw you in Boston. It was a great night, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks, girl. Hey, thanks. I want your advice on how to deal with an issue in my mixed relationship. My boyfriend and I are both 30 years old and we are biracial. He's half black and I'm half Native American. Okay. The disagreement comes when we were talk. The disagreement is when we were talking recently about intersectionality. I thought this would be something that brought us closer together since we both have a complex relationship to whiteness and both have one white parent I also think it's important to talk about if we are thinking about having kids who based on our genetics could end up looking more white than we do that's true that is true <laughs> the conversation ended when he said being half black was harder because it, it because it was the most hated persecuted and oppressed identity in American history I said white people have been fucking over non-white people in this country and the world since the beginning of time. My own ancestors were also forced off their native land to either live in abject poverty or on reservations or violently assimilate with white culture. There was rape and enslavement of native people who were sometimes hunted for pure sport. Proportionally to our population, Native Americans are the demographic that is the poorest and the most murdered by police each year. I did not and do not say all of this out of competition. I say it because it is an often forgotten history that's important to me and my family, just like his racial history is important to him. I wanted us to agree to disagree, disagree, but he keeps bringing it up and clearly just wants to win the fight. What do y'all think? I feel like it's fine to acknowledge that history has been destructive to both of our families, but he says this is the same as taking an all lives matter stance. What? (laughs) I love you guys. Hope you can help. Sincerely, Michelle. Michelle, pipe up on that nigga. (laughs) Nice for what to that nigga? (laughs) What? Nice for what? Your boyfriend is out of his mind. Like, sir, (laughs) first of all, why do we even, between black people and Native Americans, we don't need to get into a who has it worse. We need to get into a fuck these white people. Let's get this shit (laughs) Why are y'all even, like, who has it worse is not even a valid conversation to have here because he's right about 
things that black people have gone through and you're right about things natives have gone through. Like, yes. nobody, we're not wrong here. We don't have to be more oppressed than the other, even though, like, different racial groups will experience varying levels yes. of oppression. We don't, this is not, this is useless. This is fruitless. Right, like, what do you get out of, even if you were right or even if, if you decided to agree with whatever he's saying, like, what what does he get out of it? I don't understand right. what he's, like... Saying it the first time was, like, strange and bad enough. But to continuously try to bring this up with you, I agree. I think that he's just trying to, like, win an he argument. He wants to feel like he won. Yes. Like, he proved that like, black people have not worse than anybody else. When it's like, bro, I'm I'm literally Native American. Like, do you have—maybe because I grew up in Oklahoma, I actually yeah, do yeah, know yeah. what has happened to Native Americans. Yeah. But I know our school system is kind of trash across this country, and right. so maybe they didn't tell y'all just how bad it was for the Native Americans. But I find it difficult to believe that black people don't have an understanding of that. Like, I, I kind of this was they land, and the white people came and killed them to make room for themselves. What? You just—I I mean, we say it loud all of the time. No, girl. And for you to be coming, trying to speak from this—you know, hey, I'm super woke perspective. Right. Is like, then you should know what the fuck I am talking about. Right. Why are we arguing about who has like Mm-mm. the the bigger or worse disadvantages in right. this country? Like, what does what? that what does that have to do with what we're going through right now? Like you wanting to feel like you won the argument isn't going to do anything for like our relationship. This is or anybody else. Nobody, right. Nobody needs that is your boyfriend is doing the most for That's no reason. That's not even reason. an argument he could take outside of your relationship to anybody with sense and like say that and they wouldn't be like, girl, shut up. I just like, don't even know how you look at a person who's half Native American and be like, I'm just saying my people had it worse. Like, let's not get into who had it worse. Like, <laughs> Your people are, uh, you know. The what? fact is, white people I'm don't give do a it. fuck about nan one of us, <laughs> and we need to be using that energy, right? When we are all trying to deal with the effects of like a racist white supremacist society, why are we sitting t- sitting here talking about who has it worse between blacks and Native Americans? Really, so really? Why are we doing that? It's just so stupid. Let's talk about. What, how, you know, what is going on in society right now, how that affects our lives, how that could affect the lives of our children, how our children might not face certain discrimination that we face because they might come out looking white as hell. Since between the two of us, we have a white person in our genetics. Right. So, you know, like, let's talk about things that are actually going to affect our real lives, not get into some sort of pissing contest over which race is doing the worst now. Like, my God, what is wrong with your man? I don't get I it. I don't get that at I'm all. I'm real confused, CR. I really I can, am. I would never fix my mouth to say something like that to a Native American person. Just like I would I hope. I could never. Like, I just, what, what, why? Why would you do that? I don't know what to say to you besides tell him that you do not want to have this conversation with him again. Yes. Like, this is, like, sir. If you don't even want to agree to disagree, then you know what? Feel your feelings. And I just don't want to talk about this with you anymore. Yeah. You could just feel that way about it and I will feel this way. But like, all you're going to do is make me mad because this is not a conversation. Like, this is not an argument that needs to be won. Pointless. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about something pointless. that matters. Let's talk about something that is real and, and we can s- seriously sit here and discuss instead of trying to decide who the white people did worse. What? 
What, I don't, what is wrong with your man? It's, that's a dumb, childish. <laughs> you need to just look at him argument. and be like, seriously, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, like maybe you need to make a PowerPoint. Like, Native Americans have had it rough. Like, a short summary. Like, slides. just with a few slides. It's just not. Because like, I don't know what you want from me. The jokes about never seeing Native Americans and Chris Rock's whole, you ain't never seen two Native Americans in the same spot at one time. Like, that joke is rooted in the fact that they're not here no more on their own Native lands because white people wiped them the fuck out. Sir, so like, ah, <laughs> oh, niggas. <laughs> I know you can't say that to him, but ugh, I'm gonna say it for you because wow, <laughs> what try? I can I would not be willing to entertain that at all, girl. Yeah, I would have been telling him to shut the fuck up. I'm yeah, tired. tell him to leave you alone about it if he don't really want to have a like a fight, like yeah. like an argument, a I'm serious tired. right disagreement about it. Good luck to you with that conversation. Our next question comes from. Woof, I almost said a terrible name. Uh, Melissa. (laughs) Melissa says, I was dating a guy since October and broke things off with him in January because he had major trust issues and became very jealous. Two weeks after we broke up, he started stalking me and calling me repeatedly and sending crazy text messages. I changed my number numerous times, but he got a hold of the latest one and called telling me that if I didn't give him $1,000, he would embarrass me. What? I hung up on him and a week later, he made a fake Facebook profile and used my picture without my wig as the default. <laughs> that is fucked up. And sent friend requests <laughs> to my kid's father and all my male friends. What? In the messages, he also attached naked pictures of me along with intimate videos of me to everyone and posted them publicly on the page. The Facebook page has since been taken down. And my question is, how would you all proceed with things going forward? My family wants me to press charges and my friends want me to leave it alone because this happens to a lot of women. Girl, I'm confused and unsure on which route to take. I love the show. Can't wait until I get the chance to see another live show. Thanks for help. Thanks for your help, uh, Melissa. Liz, um, family knows best. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm destroying you. Are this you kidding me? Revenge porn is illegal. It literally is. Right. Like 10 years ago, it may have been like pointless to try and pursue something legally, but everybody is up on game now. And it is absolutely illegal for him to take your nudes. And well, it's not illegal for him to post a picture of you without a wig on, but that's just disrespectful. That is disrespectful. That's just rude. You don't do shit like that. Right. You don't you don't post pictures of me without my wig on and my braids, nigga. You fuck know is better. Wrong with you. Right. Fuck is wrong with you. But posting your sending your nudes to your baby daddy and your friend your all your guy friends videos and shit, absolutely not. Your parents the, are right, or your family, whoever is telling you to I press charges is correct. That her alleged friends said not to do it and the reason was because it happens to so many women further reason to do right that is all the more reason to not let these niggas get away with it it is so rampant that you know lots of people or your friends know multiple women that this has happened to so if you have the opportunity to take a nigga down for it i say go for it full He's mad because you broke up with him. Clearly, you had a good reason to break up with him because the nigga's not stable. He got mad, called you so many times that you had to change your number over and over. Then threatened you, like, give me $1,000 or I'm going to do something crazy, which is, are you out of your mind? also feels illegal. Right, right. I feel like that's, isn't that called extortion? 
I, I feel so. like it is. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. A lawyer can let us know. But it's just there's a lot of illegal things going on in this email. And you should absolutely press charges against that. Are nigga. you kidding? 100%. Me? And you should read. You should take another look at who your friends are. Niggas need to understand that if you say, I'm done, leave me alone. I don't want nothing I to do with you anymore. Done. That is the end of it. Period. You don't then get to go and do some shit because you're in your feelings or you're mad. Like, niggas continuously feel like they can do petty, dumb, childish, and or illegal shit like this. If not, just kill you. Like, you, like, yes, make an example of this nigga and start the movement or further the movement of Mm -hmm. niggas being put in their motherfucking place. If she don't want you no more, nigga, and you don't like it, build a bridge. Hop, skip, and jump your motherfucking monkey ass over it. Right. And move on. Men really feel entitled to us. Like, how dare you leave me? You have to stay until I'm done using you. (laughs) Are you out of your monkey ass mind? And many of those niggas, if not most were garbage the whole, the whole time. relationship. Trash from you day You see, she said one. we dated from October to January. It didn't take her long to figure out that this nigga was right. trash. <laughs> right. It did not take you long to be like, oh no, he's crazy. I can't go nowhere without him blowing my phone up and acting like I'm doing something. I'm not going into spring with this. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, no, mm, nope. no. Well, in January, shit, we still got another five months of winters. You can find... <laughs> right, if she's here. You can, right, you can find somebody else to lay up with. No thanks. No, I'm actually not taking this too deep into my 2018. Your services are no longer required. And he just lost his mind and he needs to pay for it. He absolutely should pay for what he has done to you. Turn this shit off and get started. Uh, I don't know. Like right now. I don't know. I don't know the process at all. I don't know. Call a lawyer or I don't know what you need to do, but something because fuck that. I'll be damned. Have the family help you look it up if they if they'd like to do that. Whatever that is embarrassing. But he needs to suffer. That is so fucked real up. Real consequences for that because, like your very odd friend said, people do men do that all of the time, and they need to know that you can't. Yeah, so you let's just do that. not contribute to the normalization of that. Like, I mean, you are the victim in this situation. Whatever you choose to do is certainly your decision, but. I would not let your lying-ass friends sway you on this one, girl. It's not going to happen. Oh, no. Fuck that. Go after his neck. You're going down. Our next question comes from Marianne, who says, please tell my white roommates to take a seat. Oh, God. I live in a three-bedroom unit of a house with two other girls. They both moved in this fall. When my old roommates left, one of them took our super comfy futon in the living room and one of the new roommates offered to bring the $20 futon that she got from Walmart into our house. I said, of course, because our living room only had a small love seat and it was better to have a cheap futon than none at all. The futon has to be leaned up against the wall and it is pretty uncomfortable, but we're all 24 years old and in that I'm starting to have money, but I'm also trying to save for a more permanent situation period of our lives. Relatable. Yeah. Remember them days. I spend most of... I spend the most amount of time in the living room because I watch the most TV and do work in there. My 25th birthday is coming up and I decided I should have a couch that I enjoy sitting on. I talked to my roommates briefly and they obviously didn't oppose the decision since the futon is trash. I don't think roommates should split the cost of furniture because it makes it messy when people move. So I completely own this purchase by choosing and paying for the couch last weekend. It got delivered this week and it looks and feels great. What's annoying annoying is that my roommates who didn't used to chill in the living room like that and didn't 
wouldn't ever talk about a new couch, now very clearly really like the couch and are constantly in the living room. None of them really like TV. So today we were all doing work in the living room and I eventually was convinced to change the channel to something more appealing to everyone in the room, which annoyed me. I was just at your Boston live show and when I came home, both of my roommates and their boyfriends were in the living room. One boyfriend comes over often, but the other one definitely doesn't. And I think his girlfriend decided to chill at our house tonight because she enjoys the new couch. I went straight to my room, but they called me out to the living room because I was being, quote unquote, antisocial. But I was tired and honestly very annoyed to see that the roommate who never considered replacing her bad futon is now so into the new couch and the living room. I literally did not have space to sit on the new couch or the love seat because everybody was cuddling. So I said I was tired and went to my room. Girl. Is it childish that I am so annoyed by everyone's obsession with this new couch that I paid for? I obviously am not expecting that I will be the only one sitting on it, but it's very annoying to watch them go months being fine with bad furniture and ignoring the living room as a result to suddenly wanting to spend all day in there to the point where I'm no longer finding space in the part of our house where I've been known to spend most of my time. Like many people, I hate confrontation, but I can do it when I need to about something where I have a clear and valid reason. But with this, I just don't even know what I would say. Please continue entertaining yourselves wherever you used to because I bought this sofa so I could be comfy watching TV. That is just petty. Do y'all think I should say anything or sit and fester in silence? Thanks, Marianne. Well, Marianne, the good news is I completely feel you. I do, too. I would feel probably the exact same way that you do. The bad news is I also don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I don't know how I would address that. Right. The bad news is this is just part of living with roommates that fucking sucks. Yeah. Because, yeah, they didn't want to sit on that shitty futon. And now that there's a nice couch in there, of course they want to hang out in there and watch TV now. Yeah. So it makes like I it makes sense to me that they are acting that way, but I also don't think there's anything reasonable you can say about it Not other than moving the couch into your room. <laughs> right, I don't know if the couch fits in your room, it probably doesn't. But <laughs> but I don't think there's anything else to be I don't think there's anything you can't be like uh, I would appreciate if you bitches didn't sit in the part of the house that we all pay for that doesn't (laughs) it doesn't work like that and you volunteered to buy this couch on your own you volunteered to pay for it Mm -hmm. it is yours which means you can move it wherever you want to you can do whatever you want with that couch but if you're gonna put it in the living room which is a common area then you kind of just have to let People, people sit, sit on, on it. Like, now, if you in there first, I would say don't don't let them convince you to change the channel. Like, if you're in there doing your thing and watching TV and getting your work done, and they all want to hang out in the living room, that's fine. You can join me in the living room, but I'm watching something already. So right. I'm not changing the channel because y'all decided to hang out in here now. You can go. Why don't they have TVs in their room? I don't. That's even separate from the couch, bitch. If I was using the TV and I've been here, I'm watching what I want. Right. I'm watching what I want to. But the couch situation, I think. Maybe Maybe. You're just going to have to, to to swallow that ill. Because... Maybe what I would do, and this is not like advice and it's also really petty, but I'm petty. Um, True. In, if I was in the living room or whatever, and I was watching something and they wanted me to change the channel because everyone's out there, I would have been like, no, I'm not changing the channel. Y'all wouldn't even be sitting in this damn room if it yes! was for the sketch I bought. Yes! So I'm going to watch what I want to watch. <laughs> like... Maybe, like, I would say something, like, you know, kind of offhand, make a comment that lets them know, like, whatever. But then you can expect that they're going to not come out there anymore and they're going to be, like, (laughs) real shady or, like, quiet with you or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you could make a little passive-aggressive comment. Like, you can. I definitely would. It'll probably make you feel better. It will. (laughs) 
it will. But I mean, that is this is just what happens when you live with people. Period. This is just Period. That's why I don't like to. But I understand, you know, we don't always have the options. So Seriously. It's just something I think you just gonna have to accept it until you move out or yeah. until you move that couch. I just don't. You can't expect yeah. that they're not going to right. sit on that couch right. that's in the you common just, area. Right. You just can't. You can't. Right. You can't be like, um, it's fine if y'all sit on it when I'm gone. But when I get back, get off my couch and go back to your rooms where you were before. <laughs> like you were upgrading the living room because that's your comfy area where you get work done and have fun and watch TV. So you wanted it to be comfier. You should have made your bedroom comfier. Right. Okay. <laughs> so that you would have preferred to be in Right, there. right. And maybe it's like not feasible to have a TV in your room. So I don't know what your, the details of your situation. Right. But yeah, girl, I think you're just going to have to to take this one on the chin. And, I, I think no, so. Duh, lesson learned. I'm sorry, though. I, I would right. be so annoyed. Very. I would be like, really? It's been months. You bitches never come in here. And then as soon as I get a decent couch, and all of a sudden, you bitches want to stay in here. And with your man, too. Right, right. I was just going you there. You and your nigga on my couch. With your random nigga that don't ever come over here now oh, on my couch. And to make it worse, they white. So it's probably four white people on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably four white people hugged up in your living room. Right. <laughs> I would be so over Oh, I would be annoyed like shit. Oh, I don't know what to say, damn. sweetie. I feel you, though. I'm sorry, Marianne. Good luck, though. Our last question comes from Colette, who says she needs some advice about a situation with her sister-in-law. She said, my husband and I are expecting our second child in August. Side note, pregnancy sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> we named our first child after a badass character from a popular book series, and we've been working on names for our second in the same fashion. Upon seeing Black Panther twice, we decided that if we had a boy, we would probably be, probably be incorporating the name T'Challa somewhere. And if it's a girl, we've been playing with the plethora of fierce African female names. I love Okoye, so that was a front runner. But was there nothing that Shuri could not solve with her mind? Anyway, <laughs> earlier this year... <laughs> My sister-in-law was talking to her siblings and said that she called dibs on the names Okoye and Nakia. She's been with her boyfriend longer than I've been with my husband, but they have no kids together yet. My husband brought up the conversation to me and I laughed it off because one, can you even call dibs on hypothetical children? And two, she can name said hypothetical children whatever she wants. Her choices may change when she does decide to have kids. I'm pregnant now and that will not affect my choice. <laughs> so then one I like day, her. <laughs> I guess her husband was over because he said one day my husband brought me his phone and said that him that me and his sister can fight it out amongst ourselves. <laughs> Tired. He was like, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing. Like, Y'all name them niggas whatever you want. I don't want to hear nothing else. So we were texting each other about the names, and I said I had no problem with our kids having the same name, or maybe we would choose one of the names to be a middle name instead. Right. And she could use it for a first name, and she said absolutely not because she oh. already claimed it. Oh, girl. I don't really argue with my in-laws. In eight years, we have had a couple disagreements, but we end up hugging it out. They are great people, and I couldn't ask for a better family. Good. But I have had the biggest disagreements with her. I am used to talking through things like adults, weighing all possible options, and compromising when necessary. And even though my sister-in-law is a couple years older than me, sometimes I feel like she can be selfish and immature. So I ended the convo by saying this may end up being a non-issue anyway because I don't know the gender of our child yet, and she's not pregnant, so she doesn't know the gender of hers either. She's 
said true. You just keep on doing that. I love it. <laughs> Fast forward to a couple weeks ago, she released a cute little baby announcement video saying that she's expecting in September. I was super excited, and then I thought, well, damn, that's why she was fighting so hard about the name. <laughs> right. I was thinking maybe she don't know. <laughs> I talked it over with my husband, and while we would both for once like to be petty and announce our baby name as a Koye before she does, <gasps> I'm honestly not I even love sure. that he wants to as well. <laughs> I, love that he, I love that he's like, down. Let's just do it. Let's do it. I'm honestly not even sure if that's the name we want anymore this pregnancy has been rough and I've been thinking about just trying to quite literally survive it rather than what our child's name will be but I am due first and we'll find out the sex first and it would be all too satisfying to make a Facebook status saying we can't wait to meet you in August Miss Okoye Nakia hashtag fight me While that may not happen, I feel the need to let her know that I have never been swayed by her immature claiming of whatever name, and neither of our decisions should be swayed by the other, but I can't help but think she will take this as a win and think that she can always get what she wants over of what she wants over us. Should I let this go? Love y'all to death, Colette. So This is so funny. Hilarious. <laughs> um she's due in September. Yeah, but you are, she... She's doing August. Uh, right. But the sister-in-law is due in September. Right. So, how soon can you learn the gender of the baby? I don't know. But I want to say, I want to say around five or six months. So, she's probably very close to finding out. Okay. Um, Maybe four months. I don't really know. <laughs> when can you find out? This is hilarious. Um, Honestly, I mean... Again, hey. you're saying that you don't know the gender of your baby. Between yet. sixteen, I was right. Sixteen and twenty weeks, four okay. five months. So let's just go. You know, with neither one of them knows the gender yet. Yeah, no, they don't. So it's not even really a thing yet. You know what I'm saying? Maybe both y'all niggas will have boys, and then maybe it'll be and it'll be a non-issue, right? But I mean, if we're if we operate under the assumption or prediction that they both have girls, if I were you, I would name my baby what I want to name my baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. And <laughs> if I want to name my baby Okoye, which I strongly feel like I might. I mean... <laughs> I, I just don't think there's a soul in the world that could be like, uh, sorry, but I claimed it already. Girl! What you mean you claimed it? We saw the same movie. The reason, same bitch called Okoye. The only reason you're even entertaining this is because she your in-law. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. If it was anybody else, you would have told them to shut up. I never <laughs> talked about it again. Right. But this is obviously something that could, like, be an right, issue. Right, it could be it, right. And then it affects your relationship with your husband, your marriage, and all of that other stuff. Um, but honestly, in my opinion, I think that your sister-in-law needs to get over it. And if you have a girl, name your baby what you want to name your baby because she may end up having a boy and then naming that nigga something else. And then you done already gave your baby some other name. And then like... Right. And then it's... And name then your you baby feel what away. you want. Right. If right. you name your baby Okoye Nakia, then that girl can name her baby Nakia Okoye. <laughs> and then it is what it is. And everybody is going to call them Okoye and Nakia probably interchangeably because that's just what y'all have done. And it's fine. Like, I don't... the. Uh, I know a lot of people feel very strongly about names and nobody stealing your baby name and all this, but there are going to be a lot of Okoyes and Nakias and Shuris so and T'Challas and Ndjakas running around. It's going to be a lot. 
As if there aren't already people with these names. I'm just saying, in five or six years, the kindergartens are going to be flush with Nakia's. Many. <laughs> so you, you might as well. <laughs> Nakia, so. you're going to hear seven, yes. <laughs> Nakia S or Nakia T. <laughs> Right. Like, come on, girl. You got to get over it. I'm not friends with Nakia W no more. I hate her. <laughs> and I told Okoye LR that I'm not going to be her friend. She's going to have none of my fruit snacks. It's just going to happen. So she's going to have to, right. If she wants some special, unique name that nobody else has, she's going to have to sit down and come up with it. And even then, somebody else probably has given their baby that name, too. So like, what? How I do you just claim a baby name? Like, you don't, right. You don't get to... You don't get to claim a name like nobody else can use this. That just seems really unreasonable to me. It's just so silly. Isn't that what... Didn't Kim say that Candy stole her baby name? She's going to name her baby Ace? Or was it the other way around? Uh, No, I think that Candy said... Isn't one of... of, Kim's baby named Cash. Mm-hmm. Candy said that she was going to name her baby Cash, I think. Oh. And when Kim got pregnant, she took the name. Ace is better than Cash. It is. A lot better. I like it. <laughs> so, so Ace it works is out. adorable. Ace is perfect. He's so cute. I love him. Oh, He's got like the baby. right amount of like, like, like childhood, like happiness and glee and then also judgment. Yeah. yeah. I yes, love a judgmental that toddler. And they are all that way. He be looking They're at just rude. Everybody. Mom, dad, sister, other sister. Like, I just... They're mean. Toddlers will walk up to you and be like, you're ugly and I don't like you. And then walk away. <laughs> you be like, what the fuck did I do? That actually really <laughs> right, like, hurt my feelings. Like, and then you feel tears come to your eyes. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> the three-year-old just stunned me? <laughs> I'll never forget the tweet. Oh my God. Who was it that tweeted like, Maybe it was Steen, like some of the craziest things kids have ever said to you or something like that. And somebody said, like, their niece maybe told the mama or one of the other aunts that she's like, you can't wear diamonds. Diamonds are pretty. You should wear rocks. (laughs) Yes, I remember You're not pretty. You should wear rocks. And the girl who tweeted it said, I left. I didn't want to be next. You're like, oh, she's in fight mode. That sounds like something a toddler would say. (laughs) Like, for real. They have no filter. Put those down. Those are sparkly and gorgeous. You go outside and get (laughs) some pebbles, You wear rocks, (laughs) stones. You look like those. Oh, yeah. Kids are fucking rude. So, I mean, but anyway, we've gotten off track. Of course. I would... um, Name your baby whatever you want to name your baby. Your sister's not going to have to get over it. Right. Even if the babies have, like, the same name or you mix it up or do something else. Like, grow up. It's just... It's not... I I just really don't think it's that serious. But in the on the other side of that, if it's not that serious, then y'all could just pick another name. It's not like you're so in love with the name of Koye. Maybe just see what I happens. Mean, see how you feel about it. Look, but I he shot up my club like... before yours, so my baby's coming up first. I just would not. I'm gonna name my baby like what I want. You you felt like you won. Like you told me, oh well, you can't use the name, and so I just didn't use it. I would hate feeling like that. That would get on my nerves. For your child, that's gonna be your child forever with that name, <laughs> girl. No, huh, I'm gonna so, name my baby what I want, yeah. and you can either give the baby the same name if we both end up having girls, or you can name your baby a, another lovely name. There are loads of lady names. So many good in names. the film alone that you could. use are in the Black Panther universe and you're just going to have to get over it. Right. All right. Well, good luck with those conversations. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Okay. So, The Read. Mm-hmm. The Read is now. Oh, my goodness. And I am ready for your word. Well, I hate so many things about this that I don't even, I'm just afraid I'm going to start blabbering. But 
Blackberry's fine. Um, so I mentioned in Black Excellence earlier, Michael Brown, the student who was accepted to 20 colleges with a full ride. Uh, two dumbasses on Fox <laughs> 5 DC. Uh, one named Holly Morris and uh, contributor Sarah Fraser. This is a morning show. Fraser. Yeah, R F R A S E R, not like the show Frasier. I just usually don't hear white people with that last name. I've only ever heard black people with the last name Frasier. Really? Yeah. Anyway, that's not important. (laughs) (laughs) So they were talking about the story, and um, apparently they must have been having some kind of discussion before this or to the side because they said they were talking about it before, and Sarah says it's a little ridiculous that this kid applied to twenty taking away a spot and basically waitlisting another kid. And then the black co-anchor off to the side said, I'm urging my kids not to, which I don't even shut You're up. urging your children to not? Okay. All right. <sighs> Holly Moore said it's a little obnoxious because you can only go to one. <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> you can only go to one. You can only take one full ride and you are taking a spot from someone else who worked really hard. Literally, you aren't. No, you're not. That's not how that works. That isn't how that works. It does not work like, like that. Like you said, there's only one. With Meaning, <clears throat> the other 19 schools are going to let somebody else in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the worst part about this, not even the worst part about it. Again, I said I hate so many things. But she knows that. <laughs> she knows that. Because in the same discussion on that show, she said, you know, my the greatest part of the story. The greatest part of the story. <laughs> The greatest part of this story is that 19 other kids are going to get into a school because besides the one school that Michael decides to go to, the other 19 (laughs) will take a student off of the wait list. So you know how this works. And you are not like, for you to then say the greatest part about a story with this young, we already know. What these schools, especially top-rated colleges and universities in this country, look like in terms of racial demographic or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. So there's that. You have this kid who has a 4.68 GPA, slayed every standardized My test God. you could throw in front of him. I'm sure he did great extracurricular. They're just amazing student, busted his ass, worked extra hard, and applied to 20 schools and got accepted into all of them. And they each said, girl, you don't have to pay a dime. <laughs> And the greatest part about this is that, night, like, how? 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 You're a grown-ass woman. <laughs> how? How are you this fucking mad? Woo. How? I just, my mind is blown that you, why even discuss this? Why even bring up this story at all and call a child that clearly did better than your child? <laughs> obnoxious for applying to 20 different schools. Maybe Michael knew that he was excellent and wanted to, you know, take every possibility that he could. Maybe Michael really stand for 20 different schools and really wasn't sure which one he would want to go to. Maybe Michael had black parents just like the, like most of us have had black parents in this country that have told us that you have to work twice as hard, get half as much as Tad. So, (laughs) he was like, I'm going to make sure that the possibilities for me are as large and expansive as possible. Right. 
How are you upset about that? Especially because you are full aware that he's not taking a spot from anybody else. Sure, a couple of students <laughs> probably got a letter that said, hey, girl. Maybe. Maybe. If they know anything about, or if they were taught anything about applying for college, then I'm, I would hope mm-hmm. that they know that that's a thing that happens. But these are the top universities in the country, meaning it's an honor to be waitlisted. It's an honor to be waitlisted. These schools take like a thousand kids every year. What? You really want to call this brilliant, hardworking student obnoxious because uh, some other students' day were ruined because they (laughs) probably only applied to go to Harvard and now they have to wait. If you only applied to Harvard, you have to have a backup school. There's no way you applied to an Ivy and was like, unless you're like legacy and your parents and grandparents and great grandparents all went to Harvard. I'm certain you have a backup school in your pocket. And if you had a chance of getting into Harvard, then you have a chance of getting into the other Ivies and a whole bunch of other schools. If you qualified to get into those, you qualified to get into state school, community college, probably anywhere else you want to go. So I'm not crying no tears over kids who got a lukewarm maybe email instead of a definite yes because because this young black man is smarter than all of them and got accepted. Are we really mad at black children for being yes. excellent? Yes. Are we really at the point? I remember the days when white people would like applaud you and be like, look at this stand up member of his community. Why can't right. the rest of you niggas pull up your pants and act like this young man? That's my thing. It's like you're we're literally damned you if we cannot do win. and damned if we don't. Cannot. And we've we know when I heard about this, it reminded me of uh, what's her name? Jasmine Shepard, the black girl who was like valedictorian of her school in Cleveland. Oh, and the white people and, took it. The white people had like some uh, white student or white girl who had a lower GPA. Yes. Like they had to share the valedictorian honor. Yes, and I she was also that. said to be the first yes. black valedictorian in the schools, like hundreds something. And they years. were so mad. They at the were thought. not going to let it <laughs> oh, go. Oh yeah, down that like was that. in Mississippi. It also remem- reminds me of a read I feel like I had on the show, but it was so long ago, and I really don't remember the details of it. But I know it was a white woman who wrote a. a think piece on a think piece website and it had something to do with black students and scholarships and this just reminds me of that like if it's either like you know well black people are, are lazy and always looking for handouts and and you know that's why they're at a disadvantage it has nothing to do with race here comes michael brown like you took out the other michael and here i am <laughs> letting you see here i am oh man Standing up, doing amazing things, working my ass off, doing, you know what I'm saying? Scoring higher than each one of your kids and grandkids. And like, and that's really obnoxious. It's, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with working hard or anything. Like you just don't like black people. You don't want to see black people succeed, be happy, be treated fairly or have the things that you have. Period. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I wouldn't be surprised if Miss Holly had as a child that applied to one or two of these schools and probably didn't even get on the goddamn wait list. Right. And this, this Negro <laughs> male had the audacity to to apply to 20 different schools. Talk about, oh, even pe- they, people always say, you know, you only apply to four to eight schools. Who always says Never that? heard of it. What? Never heard of it. What is... I don't even understand how you can fix your mouth to have a problem with somebody who has done such a great job in school, did well on tests, has this incredible off the charts GPA. And you're actually angry enough to the point where you try to blame him and make him the bad guy for being smart and getting into school. Like, 
you really have to reach. You have to reach way down into the depths of your racism to pull this up. It's just, it's so stupid. Because it is egregious. Sarah uh, issued an apology that she can keep, but Michael took it on Twitter. Too good for you. Saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to Michael B. I, I, first of all, it wouldn't have been too much you could say to me. But <laughs> the fact that you put Michael lowercase b, his last name is Brown. Well, girl, maybe you need to go back to school. Maybe. Because we capitalize proper names. They extended your character amount well, there's, there, You have enough characters to type out Brown. It's not even that long of a last name. I truly had no malice when I set this story up. We wanted to ask, is 20 schools too much? But I see now that was petty. Michael is awesome, and I have learned a lesson. Michael responded and said, thank you for your apology. I appreciate it and accept it. Holly's dumbass, on the other hand. Oh, God. <laughs> Basically stood with what she was saying that, you know, it's too easy to apply to too many schools. It has nothing to do with privilege. Just my opinion. We can disagree. That's okay. I also said he's an amazing young man. That is not a racial issue. I would have had the exact same opinion if the boy was white. Lie. And you can keep it. Right. Not a lie. A lie. At all. And you, you like half-ass saying, oh, obviously he's amazing. He's a great young kid. Does not overshadow the fact that the whole discussion is you saying that he's wrong or he's obnoxious for taking uh, taking spots from other students, which he literally didn't right. even do. He's not, first of all, he's not taking spots from anybody. Each one of those schools individually decided that he earned a spot. But like you said, he can only go to one school. So those other 19, there are going to be 19 kids who are on on the wait list who are going to get bumped get, up into acceptance you. status. He's That's not how it works. A delayed acceptance is still an acceptance. And I don't, you know that. So what the fuck are y'all mad at? You know that that's how it works. And like, you do. They're the not, whole discussion Yale's was not gonna about be like, this. Oh, well, Michael's not coming, so we'll just leave so that spot open. So fuck the rest of y'all. We mad. <laughs> like, Princeton is not about to be like Harvard and they bullshit gonna take Michael but fuck the rest of y'all fuck all y'all we ain't take nobody's coming to school this semester right. like what if Michael Shut ain't coming up. nobody coming we don't want nobody they're, they're gonna let, they're gonna be like oh okay he's not coming who's next on the wait list send Boom. that bitch an email that's how the fuck does she have her money works period <laughs> the end done we're finished I don't get it at all you wanted to take another moment like you saw a young black man that is doing something that you don't even think black people are capable of doing shitting on each and every one of your descendants <laughs> like with just with ease ease yeah and you cannot take it shut up nobody cares about what the fuck you're talking about you couldn't be fucking michael brown at monopoly so <laughs> i'm not concerned Woo. you should be ashamed of yourselves and go to hell and for the black girl on the side how how much are they? She tried to claim it on the end because the um Holly again was like, like, what does that do for you? You have to go to one school. Are you gonna put on your applications for a job? Like, I got accepted into 20 schools, like mocking him. And the black homegirl was like, I mean, I would. That'd be the first thing. <laughs> I would definitely be saying that every chance I got. No. No. Cause you sat there and let them say that whole shit, and then you tried to say a joke at the end. I don't feature you either. He doesn't have to put it on job applications because the type of job he's going to be getting once he's done with schooling won't require an application. A former president already said, hey girl, when you're done, come When you're done, me. come holla at me. He's not worried about it. He's he doesn't not, have to remind he anybody. He doesn't have to be pressed. The girl. girls want him now. 
and you're mad about it. Like, it's really sad and it's disgusting and it's just further proof that I hope a lot of y'all are paying attention to that whether it's on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence, yes. black people always gonna lose because white people will, like refuse to let us not right. even just win, but just like to like to like reap the benefit of the things that we sow. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's he didn't just get accepted to all of these schools because like Because he was he wasn't oh it's not oh he's just black, so let's just let him in. He's some subpar student, but receipts. he's black. So he, No, the boy worked hard and deserves it. He earned Here it. Here are each of your, your receipts. Are you out of your fucking mind? But we can't even have that without somebody trying to shit all over it and diminish it and laugh at us and try and make it a joke. I'm so glad that y'all got gathered. I'm not surprised that homegirl over here when the red was super pissed <laughs> and decides to remain super pissed and you can go to hell. And that's really it. <sighs> when racism is the fuel and the foundation behind what white people are saying, black people can never win. That's why we always telling y'all to drop the respectability politics bullshit and just be whoever you are. Thank because you. With, with racists, there is no winning. Nope. Your skin color means you've lost. The, these people are going to find a way to be mad at anybody, including a child who got into 20 top schools in the country. I just don't understand it. I can't fathom how you are that mad at that boy, but you're just going to have to get over it. Michael also tweeted this morning, I had a respectful Skype interview with Holly. Though I did not get an apology during the interview, I won't allow the interview to air until Fox 5 DC provides me with a public apology. Where's the human decency? You know what? Michael's fine. Michael's going to be the kids just are all fine. Right. He is just fine. He's good. He's not taking this shit. <laughs> he is not he is not going to be like, "Oh, well, you know it is what it is, whatever." But blah, blah, blah. like you're you mad. Y'all are really mad. You're mad. Over scholastic achievement. The thing you always tell us we need to do so that we can overcome everything, all right. the disadvantages our race faces. Like, and here he is doing literally it. what you say. Like <laughs> In space. And you said this you, in D.C. Your, wow. <laughs> All y'all know the caucasity. <laughs> you should not even have a job to come back to if we're being truly all the way true. Truly like, not. Wow. Who does that? Who the fuck does that? Disgusting. Sour, apple, bitter Mad bitches. ass <laughs> That's who. bitches. There's no world or universe that I could think of if you were existing. You look at a story like this and have something negative to say. I wouldn't even shit on a white kid who got into 20 schools. Oh, like, for what? First of all, they're kids. He's a teenager. Thank what is you. wrong with you? Thank you. What is wrong with and you? And you worked your ass off. This is what you do. For, like, if you want to go yes. to all of these schools and things like that, you want to get, you know, whatever education it is, you look like, yeah. You bust your ass. Like, you you put in the work. This is, like... Anyway. Right. No. It was just outrageous from the very beginning. So. Holly Frazier. Holly, uh... Is that her name, yeah? Frazier? No. <laughs> Holly is the other one. Holly Morris. She can go straight to hell. Sarah, I acknowledge I guess your, Sarah was like, ooh, y'all right. I was, ooh, I let the I racism overcome me on that one. <laughs> I still don't see it, but Michael forgives you, and I guess that's all that matters. Oh, well, fuck them for that. Wholeheartedly. Um, I have two quick things this week. First, I don't know if you heard about this uh, this TV show host who threatened sexual assault on one of the Parkland kids. I'm sorry? His name is Jamie Allman. He is host of The Allman Report. It is a St. Louis uh, ABC affiliate. 
And um, he tweeted, I've been hanging out, getting ready to ram a hot poker up David Hogg's ass. Why would he say that? I don't know. David Hogg, of course, since the Parkland shooting, he's been one of the kids out here advocating for gun control and being like, hey, all you adults need to do better. <sighs> and people have been... This is the same boy... Um, he um this is the boy who got he applied to four schools and didn't get in yeah. and Laura Ingram was like mocking him for not getting into school. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Um even though apparently ever since then he has been accepted into one of those schools but um that was what started the whole boycott Laura Ingram thing and her ass yeah. got taken off the air for a week. Yeah. So this fool is local unlike Laura Ingram but tweeted this about getting ready to ram a hot poker up this teenage boy, I will say again, a teenager's ass, and has since apologized, and his show has also been canceled. It That's it? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think anything else can be done other than his show being canceled. He resigned, and the show is not is no longer a thing, so I, that's probably the best we could get. I don't think you can bring criminal charges against him for saying something like that, but I just... Really can't believe that y'all are so in love with your guns that you would tweet something that fucking crazy mind about a teenager. Blown. <laughs> are y'all out of y'all's fucking minds? <laughs> He's what seventeen years old. Mind not blown. Whole ass adult, my nigga. What I'm are you doing? Like experiencing a mental apocalypse. Yeah, it's just shout what. Out. Shout out to them kids because I. Just, you know what? I feel like I'm doing adulting right because I'm usually on the side of the youth more than these crusty ass old fogey ass adults. Like you some some of y'all grow up and you forget I don't know. I don't know what you forget, but you have lost your every last one of your fucking marbles if you thought you could say something like that about a child and get away with it. Nigga, were you on baths? Like You've been chilling, getting ready to put a hot poker up it. Why would you even? How do you even Who think that? The fuck? How do you even think it? Why wasn't know. your first reaction know. to say you were hacked? <laughs> I don't know. I oh, I cannot believe so that this disgusting. country loves guns this much. Yo, they do. Oh, they wow. definitely do. Wow. That y'all are this mad over teenagers who are like, we would like to go to school without dying. Y'all are mad at them for saying that. Mad. Pissed. The Oklahoma teachers are still on their walkout. Shout out to y'all uh, for t- doing what needs to be done. Honestly, the the situation in Oklahoma schools is ridiculous. My cousin um, was in the group chat, in our family group chat earlier, talking about how one of her daughters, the teacher literally pulled names at the start of the semester to see who all would get a textbook because there were not enough textbooks for everybody. And her friends, like my cousin Zoe, her friends have to like take pictures of pages in the textbook and email them to her so that she can have some of the materials she needs for class or she has to borrow somebody's book and make copies in the library. Damn. Because they refuse to fund these schools. And it's just like... That is so, crazy. So I am in full support of Oklahoma teachers saying it is e fucking enough with Mary Fallon and the rest of the legislature. Like, it is, no, no, there are no excuses. Like, this is just, in, there are not even enough books. Forget the books being tattered and out of date and all that. They don't even have enough have for every pictures. kid to have one. She doesn't even get to keep the book. Like, they have to trade them around. It's like... A traveling textbook. They take pictures of pages and text them to each other so they can get their homework done. It is outrageous. Wow. But my read this week goes out to someone I'm going to call Shebeki. 
Shabaki um, worked at the venue at our Boston show. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Let's do it. So Shebeki really tried my life with her white nonsense at the show. And it was nothing but the grace of Beyonce that led me out of it. She like, irked me the whole evening. And calmly. So we were in uh, the dressing room. You know, before the show started, and I pulled out a bottle of wine and opened it because I do like me some red wine. Right. So it was sitting up on the counter when Shebeki walked in, and she said, oh, that has to go away. Like, we can't have any alcohol on the premises. And I was like, wine counts as alcohol? And she was like, yeah, sorry, da-da-da. Like, it's very important. My job could be on the line sort of thing. And I said, okay, girl, no problem. Put it back in my backpack since apparently it was that big of an issue. Left it alone. We went out, did the show, had a great time. Come back backstage. Everybody's getting their things together. So I pulled out my bottle of wine because I'm finna drink it on the right. Sprinter on right. the way back. I'm finna enjoy it, get fucked up, have a good time. So everybody is like getting their things together. We're literally getting ready to, to walk, walk out. out of the door. Like there's no longer anybody in the auditorium. Shout out to whichever one of you was so drunk that you threw up on the seats because Shebeki had to clean it up. Good. And I appreciate you for that. But she came backstage, saw that I had my coat and backpack and bottle of wine and was like, uh, homegirl, the wine. Right. And I feel like everybody in the room stopped and turned around and was like, wait a minute. I was actually in the dressing room next to it, but I heard it. <laughs> and I literally did like a 180 turn and froze. I said, wait a minute. It was like instantly. You know how sometimes somebody says something to you and you just immediately like heart rate goes up. Yeah. You start sweating and feeling hot and yeah. angry because you're like, I know this white bitch did not just say, uh, homegirl, yeah. the wine. Like, well, first of all, so what I said to her is like, well, first of all, we're literally leaving. You pointing out this bottle of wine is pointless. The event is over. Everybody is shutting down. We are walking out of the building. There is no longer a threat to you or your job or anything else as far as that concern is concerned. You just want to be a bitch. But secondly, who the fuck is your homegirl? I'm looking for... I turned around. I said, where's your homegirl at? I don't yeah. see her. Asante was like, I swear to God, I was going to jump in. And I was like, no, Crystal can handle it. She got it. She got it. I'll leave her alone. I know she could do it. But I was just like, are you... I said to her, like, I don't, I, I'm not sure who you're talking to because I'm not your fucking homegirl. But we're literally leaving, so mind your business. And then Alex jumped, you know how Alex loved yeah. to come in and be a white woman and, and smooth things over. She was like, actually, everything is booked through me. I'm the point of contact, so I would appreciate you not even speaking to her. If you have an issue, then you come to me about it, but don't even say nothing to her. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know your name, so I just said that. I'm like... What are the chances? At what point tonight did you walk up to Alex and call her homegirl? When did that happen? I would love to know. Bitch, you didn't. Because you didn't say that because you don't know my name. You said it because I'm black and you got me fucked up. It's that type of microaggressive bullshit yep. that white people do all the time. And then when you come at them about it, they'd be like, I don't understand. What's, exactly. a, what's the big deal? How are you so mad? Bitch, I'm so mad because how dare you? It is a bottle of fucking wine, first of all. Everybody's and it is corked. It's corked. Like, it's not even, we're not even open, passing around, drinking. And we are leaving the fucking building. Mind you, the door is like... Three, four. It's feet like away. it's like the dude who drives the sprinter is like outside opening and everything up. Like we are literally leaving, and you made it a point to come back here and say something fucked up and sideways to me. You are just really fortunate that it didn't go any further than what it did because everything inside of me was saying, "Drag this white bitch!" Yep. Like, 
just just destroy her. Just call her out of her name. Get, talk about her mama. It don't matter. Like I just I wanted to so badly. I was but it already just, agitated, and when I heard that, I was like, I it, I'm I going to stay not, right here. White people, y'all have got to do fucking better when it comes to shit like that. If you need to get. No, I'm not even. No, I'm not even going to offer same. any alternatives because you knew what you did. She did something. Well, I had my vape out and it was like on the the table or whatever in the dressing room. And I had gone out, but the door had closed and it was locked. So I asked one of the, the guys who was working back there if he could open the door. And it turns out she was the one with the key. So she comes and she opens the door and she sees it there. And she's like, is that what I think it is? And I'm like, we? Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, what do you think it is, Shabeki? And she was like, oh, you, we can't have that out. It like it, it can't be out or whatever because we can't do that here or whatever. And I was like, okay. And she goes, you realize if I see it again, it has. I was like, I get it. Are Goodbye. you a teacher or something? Right, like, bitch. <laughs> Am I scared of being put in detention? Of you going are not to the, the trunch right. <laughs> Like. I'm not afraid of you, homegirl. Right. Nobody is tearing anything up back here. Nobody is disrespecting your precious little venue. Nobody is in here at all. We're literally leaving, girl. So she had already irked me with that shit. So when I heard the homegirl, I was like, it's best that I beat feet. I said, oh no. I said, let me get the fuck out. I said, let me just walk outside. I actually had to walk outside to lower my body temperature because I was so pissed off that she actually came to me on some homegirl bullshit. I'm not your fucking homegirl, bitch. I'm the bitch who just sat here in front. Did you not? This whole hour and a half that we sat up here dragging white people and telling them about themselves. Were you not paying attention to any of it? Did you just go sit in the corner and not internalize any of what was said? I can't fathom how you felt comfortable enough coming up to me and saying that to me after that show. But you got the wrong bitch. And I just... I really need white people to do better in general. Overall, you have got to. I'm not your goddamn homegirl. Stop calling random black women that you don't know homegirl or sister or anything else with your little with your little fake black sense. Keep it, bitch. You got the wrong bitch. Stop it. I just could not believe she did that. And so I called the Shebeki to her face and I don't think she got it but it's fine. She didn't have to get it. She didn't have to get it. You calling me homegirl. That's not a name. I don't know you like that. So I'm going to just call you whatever the fuck I want to since that's clearly the relationship that you and I have. Bitch, right. fuck you. Well, and then I got in the Sprinter and drank my fucking wine. <laughs> like I was going to do, like I was on my way to doing when you decided to come in here and be a stupid bitch. Why would you press people on their way out of the building? Nobody cares. <sighs> but anyway, I'm done. Fuck her. All right, well, that's today's show. Man, I feel like we went longer than usual. Maybe not, but it feels like we it did. It feels like it's the usual. Check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on social at thisistheread. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Acer. To be the best, you need the best. And that's where the, pred- the Predator Helios 300 enters. It's a gaming laptop that takes power to an all-new level, equipped with a 7th generation Intel Core processor and Aerial Blade 3D fan. Discover the VR-ready Predator Helios 300 today by going to acer.com click on store and enter coupon code the read at checkout to receive 10% off plus free ground shipping on a predator helios 300 laptop including the already discounted models this is valid through april 30th 2018 and limited to one per qualified order so go check out acer uh kifuri do we have any news this week uh I don't. Um, okay, so Alex said, hey guys, here are the announcements for today's show. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, the 420 pop-up show is sold out. Thanks so much, you guys. We have added a second show on April 21st. You can get those tickets now through the readlife.com or on Ticketmaster. And we are also doing a merch restock on 420 on shoptheread.com at 12 p.m. noon Eastern. For those of you who have been looking for merch, we will also have some exclusive stuff. Um, related to 420, you know, that's one of our favorite holidays. So that. we're going to be celebrating accordingly. And the new God of War comes out that day. Whomever that is. In most important news this week, I finally beat the Electricity Beast. Congratulations. On, thank you so much. I'm Hardest one, too. Yes, the Electricity Beast is really a bitch. It was very difficult. Yeah. So now I've just been, it, the game is like, it's it's so fun for me all again. over again. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been, I figured out how to beat Guardian's asses. That took me a minute. I finally figured out how to get these guardians, and so I've been collecting a bunch of ancient shit. I got my ancient, um, whatever the chest piece is called, and the trousers, and I already had a, a diamond head piece. Do you have the motorcycle? So, oh, bitch, what? There's a motorcycle? I think it's DLC. DLC? Downloadable content. Oh. Like, I think you have to go and like, oh. buy it off of the store or something. Oh! Well, you know what I need to buy? Some fucking... I need some ancient gears. No. I need a, some giant ancient cores. They're too hard to find, and it's only like eight of them in the whole game. But you need them for the ancient shields, and the ancient shields are the easiest way to kill the guardians. But they, they break after you kill like eight or nine, maybe ten guardians. So I need... <laughs> I need more of them, and they won't let you just go buy one. So it's just a... Anyway, I've been having a lot of fun with the game I'm lately glad. and getting like back into it. Right now, I'm going through and, and finding all the memories, and then I'm going to go begin his ass real oh, quick. I, didn't have. I have the Master Sword. I got my 13 hearts and went and pulled my sword out the ground. Did I? I'm so proud. Did I get a Master Sword? You didn't go get the Master Sword in Korok Forest? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was about to say, come on, nigga. It's like Master Sword. You had to get through the Lost Woods and, and follow the Torch Embers yeah. so you didn't get swallowed up by the Such darkness. Such a great game. It is so fun. Very, very good. I feel like I could be playing this for years. It's There's really so good. much to walk around and see. And then when you kill the monsters, they don't stay dead for long. If you keep playing long enough, the Blood Moon comes back and them niggas come back to life. Right. So you can just kill them all over again. You can again. really just play it forever. Yeah, you could just play over and over again. There are so many shrines. Mm. I've, been going oh, I've been going to the shrines where you can fight because the Guardians be giving you, know you good stuff. My Switch is in my bag, too. I might go back and jump in there and see what's going on. Because yeah, I definitely... I beat Ganon and all of that stuff, but there's still so much that I haven't... See, there's parts of map I think I haven't even been to. What? Yeah. I realized that today when I had to go somewhere to look at... to find a memory. I was like, I've never even explored this part of Hyrule. Like... So good. I found a fairy. I feel... Are, are the fairies supposed to be drag queens? They are, right? Yeah. Because they're so extra and yeah. the makeup and everything. Something like that. It makes me a little uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Okay. But, like, hmm. I yeah. wondered. <laughs> I was like, I feel like this is this is very drag queen-esque. Yeah. The, the design of these ladies. I'm, just, I'm not yeah. certain. I don't know that I love where it. Where they were going with but that. It's, I mean, it's, they upgrade your shit. Yeah. So. They're really fine. <laughs> right. So, whatever. I upgraded my guardian armor. I'm ready for them bitches. I love fighting guardians. I love it. When you know how to do it. Yeah. They, right. That's, Otherwise, that part is crucial. you see them and that little light comes on and I run. Oh, uh, well, remember when I first started playing the game and you were like, if you see one of those, you need to just get the hell out yeah. of there because they're going to fry they're your ass. They're going to kill you fast. <laughs> 
And they did. But now I be ready. And I just take them right down and collect all my little things so I can go buy me some more ancient arrows, shoot their asses right in the eye, pew, pew, nigga, and you gone too, nigga, and your friend. I cannot believe you live for this game. <laughs> I love it. So, but anyway, that's all my news for this week. Anything else? Do we have an acronym? Um, NFW. I mean, it's just the motto. Piping up on these niggas. Hey. No pun intended. <laughs> nice it's for what so... to these niggas? I mean, nice for what is like my whole brand. <laughs> it's everything I live for. I've never for. felt so strongly about a Drake song. It just is. It is me. He should put that on like a one of those like long like scrolls or crests that people hang over. Like in Game of Thrones, they hang it over their oh. castles and stuff. <laughs> yes. He needs like a like a full creed. Of like yes. the hot takes. Y'all need to internalize this message. There's no reason to be nice to I these niggas. Just fuck these agree. niggas. All right. We will see y'all next week. Bye.